Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records, Statement of Pride and Adrian, East Coast Fall Tour, September 29th to October 2nd. So if you are in the area, Long Island, Rahway, Philly, Upton, please make sure to go out to those shows, support Statement of Pride, support Adrian, two very awesome bands doing it right now. September 10th. We're just about a week and a half away. Once in Unity Comp Volume 3. So many awesome bands on the comp. I can't wait for all of you to hear it. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, you're probably missing all the advertisements for each band's tracks on the comp. More recently, C4 just dropped their advertisement for Me and the Boys, which is going to be awesome. C4 is a super sick band. So if you're missing out on all of that, please go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, for anything, please go hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. You can get in contact with them through email. You can email them at contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. They seriously do amazing stuff. I'm very stoked to be working with them very soon. They print merch for your favorite bands. So please hit them up, support that awesome company, and you can thank me later. On today's episode, once again, we tracked down our, our dear friend, Tyler Short. You all know him very well. By this point, if you're a new listener, you might not know him, but we wanted to do something fun because uh, we really wanted to talk about the MCU stuff that got announced at Comic-Con, which wasn't planned. So this was a, kind of a bit of an emergency podcast, uh, but we also wanted to just do something fun and talk about Morbius, a film that hasn't performed very well. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I don't... <laughs> No, actually, I know why it's done because they're trying to do this damn Venom verse, which is not turning out to be so great. But it was uh, fun to watch it. I was uh, actually surprised at um, how much I didn't hate it. I, I, it's not one of my favorite movies. I won't vouch for it, but I just uh, had this standard in mind of how bad it was going to be. But surprisingly, it wasn't that bad. Um, I wouldn't watch it again by choice. Um, but if it was on, I probably wouldn't turn it off. Uh, but it was fun to be able to pick it apart with Tyler, share our favorite and least favorite moments about that film. But also it was great to kind of uh, chip away at what's coming in the MCU because there's a lot of cool shit coming in the next two phases. I'm stoked to just see the logo for some new Avengers films because it definitely feels like or it felt like we were really far away from those films. But the fact that they're on an actual timeline and then they're going to be out there the Kang dynasty and secret wars. We got some real cool shit coming. I thought Endgame was very cool and I didn't think I'd be able to see anything as cool in my lifetime again. But I think by the time we get to secret wars, I'll be in a way better place in the way that I look at the MCU because st due to the pandemic and uh, just certain things have that have been coming out. I feel like it's been a little all over the place. So I feel like once we get reorganized and we get some better content, 
Miss Marvel was kind of whack, if I'm being honest. She-Hulk, I'm not really into it as much as I thought I would be because I love the character, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't like where it's going, but I'm not going to be too too critical because obviously there's I, I, I gotta think big picture right these are just the building blocks to something greater so I will give it a pass and I know some of you are probably thinking oh why don't you give Venom Burst a chance they're building to something great no th this is totally different because we know <laughs> uh, MCU's had a couple misses Venom Burst has all been misses no hits no hits over there I, I would probably look at it a little different if they had some something good to to fall back on right but there, there there's nothing it's 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 been all bad so I'm I'm hoping by the time we get to Secret Wars I'll be just as excited and just as stoked as I was when I went to the theater to watch Endgame with all my friends we went to the worst theater in Irvine I, I don't want to name which one but it, it was it was a bad theater but a fun experience if that makes sense so i'm hoping to uh, have a fun night like that again uh, a couple years down the road but uh all of you who are out there wondering yes we did cover some music stuff inclination more recently came to california we talked about those shows uh what's next for constraint sleep away the label it, it's all in there so um it was fun i love talking to tyler him and i could do this uh more often but i like to space it out so please strap in enjoy this conversation without further ado welcome tyler short to the show Welcome, Tyler Short. What's up, buddy? This might be the shortest play podcast we ever do. Shortest? Oh, you think this is going to be short? I was uh, preparing for a, a long ride. Well, it's. I mean, I've got some stuff to say about. I've I, I've got a pretty a, a pretty decent list, but I mean, I can't talk too long about something I didn't like. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, at least we have the Comic Con stuff um, to talk about afterwards, yes. but. Off the bat, what did you think of Morbius? Good, bad? Well, I, I also I thought I, when I was when I was checking out at work earlier, I thought about how funny it would be if this podcast was like like, like two minutes long, and anybody who was like, "Oh shit, what, what, this must be like a mistake or something," and it's just us getting on, introducing, and going, "Well, it sucked," and then just podcast over. <laughs> just uh, you know, short and sweet. Um, but yeah, no, it would, it was just, it was, tr it was, it was pretty shitty from almost the, the first scene till the end. Oh, you think so? Okay. But uh, just a, a quick overall good, bad, like so bad. It's good. Oh, wow. Okay. No. And, 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 and also it wasn't even so bad. It was good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. And that was uh, Caleb and Chris watched it on the plane ride to uh, to um, 
to California, mm-hmm. but I had t- promised Ashton I would wait and watch it with her. So I didn't watch it with them. I read my stupid book instead. And, uh, but I kept peeking over at Chris's screen because he was sitting next to me and looking at it and being like, God, that looks so dumb. It looks so stupid. And then when I watched, it, I was like, okay, well, it sucked. It was stupid, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, at least. I, was, I can say that. I, I was definitely in the same boat. I, I was watching it and I was kind of scratching my head, like, huh, this is actually uh, better than I expected. Because I was definitely expecting the worst, right? Because I'm, you know, thinking of the films like Venom and how bad that was. Which I, I do like. I do like Venom. I just I didn't like Carnage. Carnage sucked. You still haven't watched Carnage, have you? Fuck no. There's there's no. It's way fucking more. awful, dude. Yeah, it's fucking bad. Th- th- there's no way I, I can waste my time on that. But but then I, I started to think like, why did this movie perform so bad? And then come to realize like, holy shit, this movie was delayed for two years oh yeah right which i didn't even think about because i just tried not to focus on uh these sony titles because they haven't had mm-hmm. a, a a good outing thus far but when i was kind of sitting and thinking about it like damn okay two years it was supposed to come out at a different point um from where we're at in uh, the mcu uh, but i was like okay but it doesn't matter like you know yeah it sucks that it got delayed for two years but it didn't really change the fact that the movie sucked because even if it came out on time, it you know wouldn't have changed that much. So no. yeah, so I, I didn't really factor that in. the The one thing that I was really curious about was in these trailers that we got leading up to the release, right? There's all these Spider-Man references, right? Spider-Man yeah. on the wall, the Oscorp building, but that was all taken out for the final product, which I still haven't really figured out why I, I think was that just cheap marketing to try to get us uh, excited I think, cheap, I think it was cheap marketing i mean michael keaton was in the trailers yeah th- that shouldn't have been exposed that should have been like a surprise i think yeah and it also i mean we'll get there at why that makes no fucking sense but I, I just, I don't know, man. I just, it was so stupid. Okay. Well, you mentioned you had a list of things you want to talk about. So I kind of want to follow your lead on this one. Cause I was like, all right, if Tyler has a list, let's. Oh, I've got a list. Okay. It's chronological too. First thing on the list, CGI waterfall. First scene. Really? We got a CGI waterfall. I didn't even really pay that close attention to it. I was like, all right, cool. It was, it, it might've been real cliff or it could have been rendered. I don't know. It was, it looked bad, but the water was certainly fucking CGI, like bad CGI too. Well, they spent all the money on Spider-Man in the trailer. Yeah. It looked, looked like trash. So, uh, so there's that. And then that helicopter lands, he gets out corny ass fucking dialogue. It just, I, I also like, I might just hate Jared Leto. <laughs> he, I don't know if it's him or because uh, he just hasn't had the, you know, a good run in comic oh, book movies. No. Well, in, in, and I even don't even think that like, I don't think he's the worst part about suicide squad. Actually. Mm-hmm. I don't even hate him in suicide squad. Me either. What I hate in suicide squad is the way, the way they made enchantress, the villain and the whole CGI shit mess at the end was just, it was such an, it was, it could have been such a cool movie and it was just at the end made so ugly. Yeah. It was just so like ugly. Like it was like, 
the CGI looked, it made the first Thor movie look good, which, and it came out like 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those movies where they had such a strong cast. You're just like, there's no way that this movie is going to suck. And somehow they managed to surprise everyone and put out a shit product. And, you know, again, what, but there were, there were, there were highlight at least parts of, of the Suicide Squad. Like, I mean, I, I thought Will Smith was, was, was fine as Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Flagg was incredible. That's what made me like Joel Kinnaman as much as I do. I think he's amazing in everything now. And what did they do in the Suicide Squad? What, besides not bring back Deadshot, but they, um, but they brought back Rick Flagg. They brought back, um, Margot Robbie, which were the highlights of that and i even thought um i can't remember the dude's name the australian dude who plays captain boomerang he's he was decent too but um but the story was just it was shit and i mean it was when i found out like oh this movie was shot by somebody and then it was edited by people who have only experienced with music videos i was like okay well that's why it fucking sucks because you don't have to construct a a um a coherent story in a music video mm-hmm. it's just got to look cool and um and you know, also blood aside, the way they they sidestepped the doing blood in the Suicide Squad by having them be like essentially like what the fucking the zombies from uh what's that uh that that zombie game that is so sad? Oh, you're talking about um The Last of Us? Yeah, The Last of Us. They're like they're like spore people. Like like they mm. that was what they did to get around like the 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 hyper violence whatever because they're not people. They're they're these things. It's like. And then in the Suicide Squad, one of the things they fucking corrected is just, no, we're just going to have blood, just tons of blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I didn't even think Jared Leto is that horrible in that. But just in, I, I mean, I like Dallas Buyers Club. I like uh, Requiem for a Dream, even though I think both of those movies are hor- very hard watches. Um, so I don't hate Jared Leto like as like a supporting character or even like maybe a main character when I was in high school, but as a leading character, I think he's so fucking annoying. Cause the, the, the next thing I have written down is when he gets out the corny dialogue of him, you know, limping with his, with his crutches. And the guy says, need a doctor. And he says, I am a doctor. And it's like, immediately I was just like, Oh, well fuck this movie. Like that's the first line in the movie is like a, a corny ass joke like that. Like, like this isn't setting like this sets the tone now i'd get the attitude this movie is going to have is that this guy is so perfect even though but he's got this thing that's wrong with him and Mm -hmm. like it's this very weird like like you're preying on the sympathies of the audience by having him be like physically impaired but he's an asshole like he's an asshole He's not doing uh, like even even like um, like I'm jumping a little bit ahead. But when he is getting the Nobel Prize and he doesn't accept it because he's not accepting an award for something he did on accident. Yeah. Whereas but he's ignoring that the thing he did has done a lot of good. It's done more good than just saving his life Mm -hmm. and his his, you know, his brother's life Um, or, you know. He's like a best friend, Milo. Yeah, his 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 life his life partner essentially. Um, rather than saving his life, like their their lives, he saved, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of lives with this synthetic blood thing. Like 
even Tyrese when he shows up in the movie and, and serves almost no purpose to the movie. Um, Tyrese was definitely one of those casts where, where I saw, I, like, I think Tyrese may only be good in the Fast and the Furious movies, but I, I don't know also because he gets cast in this movie and then he doesn't really do anything. Like he has one line that gives his character somewhat of a, a depth and explanation and you find out he's a vet and you only find out that when he discloses to, to Morbius that, you know, he saved his arm in mm. Afghanistan. And it's like, that's the only depth we get of Tyrese's character. We only see him at work. Like, he's supposedly like an adversary in this movie because he's after Morbius for these murders. But you, you, A, you only see him at work. You get no explanation of what his life is like. You only get one peek into his past, which is that he was a vet. And Morbius isn't even is even is just like it's he's so fucking he's so smug about his accomplishments because the only thing he cares to accomplish is saving his own life. And I get it, he's supposed to be an anti-hero, but he's like a piece of shit. <laughs> I was surprised that they jumped right off the bat of him getting those bats. Yeah. I, Again, I, thought, I thought that was I thought they were going to get like his his childhood and then move into like the oh he's got this idea to get these bats to try to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I also felt like it was you're 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 right like opening up with that. I was like, well, what the fuck are they even doing? How does he know to do this? Yeah. What's the intention of this? This isn't like it was like they tried to do the the opening of Jurassic Park. Where like they're in the mine and they're like getting the amber and like it was like they tried to recreate the beginning of Jurassic Park, but like without any of the wonderment that you knew, like we know he's going to become a vampire and we know it's going to be related to these bats, but like there was no, there was no magic. (laughs) Yeah, and they just tease. Well, because they're doing these like you know splashes in the pan of his past, right? They 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 show him at uh, the the um, special school, and then he meets Milo. But then Milo is about to die, so he fixes the the machine with a spring, and then yeah. their um, Morbius's mentor tells him like, "Oh, the <laughs> the only part where I'm, where I'm like, oh shit," where he he tells Morbius, he's like, "Hey, there's this uh, school for gifted children in New York. Like, we think you should go." And then it it, it cuts to to him being an adult, and it's like, wait, did he go or did he not go? I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, yeah, we don't. The, the all it, that jumps straight to finding out that he like graduated MIT at like eighteen or something like that. Yeah, like that's all the explanation we get from him being a child to him. Um, to him becoming, you know, being Dr. Michael Morbius or whatever. Also, Ashton's going to send you a video in a second because I wanted her to send it to you while we're recording. Okay. I want to get your, I want to get your reaction to it. Um, All right, let me look at this uh, video before we before we get too uh, too far into it. Um, so let me know when it when it comes in, and we'll 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 do that. But um, but yeah, like one of the things I saw, like. I saw or I, I like listened to a podcast where they talked a little bit about Morbius. Um, it was uh, on a on Chapo Trap House. They like they like ripped it a little bit. 
well they ripped an article about it because do did you catch the it's fucked up so did you catch what like milo was in love with morbius i didn't that didn't you, didn't get, you didn't catch that okay so that was kind so one of the underlying things in this movie is that milo's gay okay and one of the allegories to this is that like being like a like a vampire and being other and being like is very similar to being like gay and being ostracized for it so uh so like him being beaten up for like this love this love letter from morbius Mm -hmm. is like kind of like a gay bashing scene okay but then at this but it's like this weird situation where like milo's in love with morbius is jealous of of um the other doctor which is is that's that's the chick from uh the punisher series right uh you're talking about martine bancroft yes i'm pretty sure she's in the punisher series um i think she's the fbi agent who's like after um who's after him um which hopefully this means that she's not out of the running of being reinstated and in future of that because she took place in this fucking abysmal movie yeah i'm looking Uh, i don't see I say Ashton thought she recognized her from that, so I'm not sure. I, I, I we never looked it up, but I, I wasn't exactly sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see because I think that's the only thing I've seen her in. But, um, but yeah, and I, I think we might have just been looking for like a well, what's this girl done that got her like suckered into this role? Because um, we were also just astounded by who like people in this cast aren't bad. Yeah. No, she she wasn't in Punisher. She wasn't in Punisher. What the fuck? I'm I'm trying to think of what the fuck we we saw her from. Mm. Um, well, because Ashton thought she recognized her. Yeah, she's been in stuff. So uh, TV, she's been in um, like big stuff, uh, Narcos, True Detective, um, and then movies uh, before Morbius. Maybe it was. She was in Pacific Rim Uprising, um, Life another, of the Party, another pretty shot movie. Uh, Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. I never saw that. I never seen it either. Actually, no, I did see that. Dude, I'm so fucked up. My brain. That movie was like pretty ridiculous, actually. Okay. It was a, 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 it was like Fast and the Furious on cocaine, if that was if that's possible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just. Okay, all right. Let me watch this video. I'm not sure how loud Say it's going to be. She sent it. She me... sent it. Yeah, this is. Uh, uh, we made. We made this video. <laughs> Where is that place? <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. Dude, that was my thought. That I looked over the over Chris's shoulder and saw that fucking Looney Tune ass wipe at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and I, I immediately I was like, "Well, that is fucking. That sucks." Whoever had the idea in that fucking in the beginning of the movie to to do that little circle wipe or whatever, the, I watched that and I literally the Looney Tunes fucking theme song played in my head. So me and Ashton just kept taking it back and watching it over and over again. And then one time we were watching and I was like, well, hold on a second. And I like looked up the Looney Tunes theme on my iPod. And when it happened, I pushed play and she was taking the video and it was it was just so fucking funny. I, I can't. 
I just I, I I can't get over it. Like from that moment on, like that shit looked like did they uh did they like edit this shit on iMovie or something? Like I don't know. Like like the decision to do that wipe. Like that is straight out of a fucking Disney movie. Yeah, I feel like they could have done something a little more creative. Like just the circle wipe. Are you fucking kidding me? This is like a multi-million dollar movie. I wonder if it was successful. And they're doing a scene transition from like, like 60s era children's movies. Mm. I just, I couldn't fucking believe it. I just could hear fucking Porky Pig in my, the back of my fucking head. Watching that shit. It just looks so stupid. And Ashton even looked it up and on TikTok, there's like, videos of people being like this is when i knew morbius was gonna suck and it's like just that clip of the fucking circle the circle wipe yeah i I just looked up um the budget was uh on the high end 83 million and in the box office it made 164 million so i can't believe it made even that much money man it's it's surprising. I'm I'm happy that I, you know, this is something that I wanted to watch in theaters. I'm really glad that I didn't. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, it was really. I sadly saw both the Venom movies in theaters and only enjoyed one of them for the most part. Yeah, after walking out of the first one, there was no way I was going back for the second one. The second one is so bad, dude. Watch it for free. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to figure out. I'll have to carve out some time to, to do that. Don't carve out any time. Just watch it when you have the time. <laughs> Don't go out of your way at all for this movie. It sucks. It's very stupid. It's just as stupid as this movie. Now, um, they're trying to build out this, uh, you know, this spider verse over in Marvel, right? Because they, they establish that, um, or the, the venom verse is what they're calling it. So yeah. they establish that the venom verse and the MCU, are two different places, which I'm just, I, I feel like, they should just fucking stop it. They should uh, they should stop it, and they had the perfect opportunity to make it one, right? Because obviously the um, yep. director of Venom was like, yeah, this is not in the same universe, which was the dumbest decision ever. Yep. Um, and with what happened in um, No Way Home, I feel like they could have just, you know, ignored all that and be like, all right, cool, this is our opportunity to make everything whole again right because obviously um, even with the, the post credit scene where venom actually entered the mcu uh, before getting sucked back out i was just i, I just like wow why, why would they even tease that um because that's the solution to save these yep. whack-ass sony films but for some reason they're just so stubborn and think that they have the recipe to do something special or when it's just proven time and time again that they they don't know what they're doing they don't know what they're doing dude um uh yeah i just i fucking it sucks so much and i can't remember who it was uh who's someone someone i fucking like is playing craven the hunter in the craven the hunter movie really i haven't even looked gone that far and i i can't remember who who was that i i heard was playing that and i was like immediately bummed out i was like well fuck they're gonna get destroyed so news uh aaron taylor johnson Aaron Taylor Johnson. I love him. And, and, and it's going to suck. 
Yeah. And 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 what what did, what did I say? Uh, I said this. I said this one when we were uh, talking about these these Sony films. Um, on a previous episode, the worst thing it could be is kind of good. Yeah. Because yeah. then it just tells them to keep trying. And just they just gotta stop, dude. You can't like doing Craven the Hunter without Spider Man is gonna suck. Yeah, because who's well, uh, the the director of Morbius? Because I had to go down this deep, dark hole and read his interviews and stuff. And he said that there, there is, sorry, <laughs> he said that there is a Spider Man in his Venomverse, but he can't say anything more because Sony would kill him. And now there's all this speculation that it's either going to be Miles Morales making his uh, you know debut, or even them bringing back. Uh, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, and and I was just like, I, because people were clamoring for the Amazing Spider-Man three, but I'm like, there's no way in this world that they would randomly be like, all right, cool, here's the final installment to this really old trilogy. I, I yeah, I can't see that happening. I I would say if they if they brought him back into the fold to be Spider-Man, I would at least give it like an open mind but if they're going to keep trying to do these movies without spider-man like i just i don't i won't i won't watch them any other way than the way i watched morbius which was at home on my tv with my ipod ready to take notes Mm -hmm. on how bad it is (laughs) yeah um but yeah, like getting back to the movie when um, the next the next thing I have written down is when uh, so he um, he disses the Nobel Prize people and then he's dealing with the the, the little girl's medical issues mm-hmm. and she's kind of giving him shit for like not accepting the prize in which you really get an idea of how like they're they're showing him in a sympathetic scene. Where you're like, oh, he takes care of children who are like terminally ill. But then he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> to the child who's... To the child who's like, man, you're like, you didn't accept the award. Like, basically saying like, you didn't accept the award for the stuff that you do that is like kind of what saves my life. And uh, and from there, he says, I have issues. And I immediately <laughs> I looked at Ashton and said, yeah. He's got a sex cult. <laughs> Which I think that that really colors my my lens on Jared Leto too. Like just knowing how much of a fucking freaking weirdo he is. Like every time he has one of these smug ass lines in this movie, I just hate him even more. Yeah. And I think that's why I can look back at other movies he's in before. Like I can I can separate like when I found out he was the worst from the movies that I saw before I was aware he was the worst. And now my lens is colored and I can't uncolor it, but I can still kind of see those other things in like somewhat of an untainted view. I just found that his character wasn't very relatable. Yeah. In in any sense, because he's just um, an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's never had any he he literally in this movie, he faces the first repercussions in his life and they don't 
affect him in any way. Like given like he was born with this terminal illness, Mm -hmm. but he basically uses that illness as an excuse to do, do and act however he wants. Take advantage of people, not appreciate people like, and like, dude, oh, like the next thing is the the international waters. <laughs> the thing I just have written down is international waters <laughs> because that's the location. It's not international waters or off the coast of Long Island or like like anything like that. It's just vague international waters is what like plays across the screen mm-hmm. when it shows them on the ship. Um, and then he kills literally everyone on the ship. But they deserved it. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. They shot first. He had already. No, they shot first because when uh, when he he uh, w- you know took the thing was strapped down and then there's all this um, commotion. The the first set comes down and then uh, he had already smoked that dude in that room. No, no, no. Because remember, Martine and the the first guy walk into the chamber. And then, mm-hmm. and then they see him on the ceiling and then uh, he obviously drops down. They see that he, he's, um, you know, full on vampire Morbius. And then the guy starts shooting cause she's trying to tell him no, but he just lets off. But from there, she shuts him in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. She tries to tell them, Hey, don't. She gets pushed and she gets knocked out, which I could not believe how long she was out for just no, getting shoved. It was like, dude, stop being dramatic lady. Like you just got absolutely, shoved. Absolutely. She's, insane. It was, I, I could not like, I would not accept that. That she that's was out something. for so fucking long. If you get knocked out for that duration of time, you need a hospital, my friend. Yeah. She, it was, I just thought she was being dramatic. Yeah. No, like, absolutely unrealistic no one gets knocked out for that long true no one gets knocked out for that long and uh but but no they didn't all deserve to die he's literally hunting these guys down so these guys have families yeah but (laughs) they're just there to 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 earn a paycheck these are these are working class men but martine should not have gotten shoved that's the you know one the payback yeah but one guy's the whole, okay but you gotta think the first guy right okay he shouldn't have shot so that's you know obviously that guy was an asshole that guy was an asshole they made that guy look like an ass he, mm-hmm. he acted like an asshole which made it a little bit more which was trying to make you more susceptible to being okay with him getting murdered mm-hmm. i was fine with him being murdered because they had prepared me by showing that he was an asshole after that and after the dude who pushed her gets killed everyone else is scared well yeah because there's a a, scared for their lives they don't know what's going on it's a vampire happening like they would sure would they would would in in their shoes would i have just locked myself in a room and been really quiet yes that's what i would have done well i gotta and i assume that they're all criminals why are they in international waters gambling mercenaries man have you seen triple frontier no you need to watch triple frontier it colored my vision on uh on what um on what people who do like merc work okay are and uh in a very in, in given i'm not defending dudes who are like mercenary dudes who are like 
just bloodthirsty psychopaths. I am talking, though, that there are people who get left to their own devices by the United States military with a bunch of expertise in weapons training and tactics which don't apply to any other job that you can do other than this job in which you just hold a gun for a living. But some of those guys are just trying to feed their families with the skill set they have that they unfortunately have because our government trained them to be killers. That being said, a lot of them sure are like sovereign citizen, black rifle coffee company guys who like are some of the worst individuals (laughs) imaginable. But I don't think they deserve to be slaughtered by a vampire on a ship in international waters. I have no sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) I, dude, almost every victim in this movie aside from aside from those first few mercenary guys who get smoked who don't seem like they were very good people almost every victim in this in this movie are just people who are struggling (laughs) but also they should have seen enough horror movies in their time to know to get out of certain situations so i i literally don't care that they died i felt like they deserved it i didn't i didn't agree the nurse have you ever seen Lights Out? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, you got to watch that. Because if I'm walking down a long, dark hallway... Is that the movie where the guy's the guy is blind? No, no, no. no. I'm, Lights Out is where there's like a, there's this um, demon oh, that only, no, com- only comes I out in did. the shadows. No, no, no. I did, do remember seeing the preview for that. I can't handle that because I do have like residual fear of the dark <laughs> yeah yeah if i'm in a long dark hallway and there's something at the other end i'm not waiting till it gets anywhere near me i'm gone in two seconds maybe one yeah. so that nurse sorry you should have ran yeah who else she didn't deserve it though she was she was she was good she was nice the next thing the, the, the next note i have though is the only positive thing i can say okay. the camera work wasn't bad and the makeup looked pretty good you know, I really liked the the whole smoky effect when they would when they were in like vampire mode and you, I hated that. You that hated that thing I said is I hate <laughs> the way he moved. I love that. I thought it was like, okay, this is some superhero vibes. I'm into this. No, it's like fucking bootleg nightcrawler, dude. I'm okay. Like the with same it. effects they put on nightcrawler. It's not the same thing. Yeah, but you gotta cut them a little slack, right? It's Sony. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're a sony apologist now you motherfucker it's the one thing that i liked <laughs> i literally have written right here hate the way he moves that's so funny that's literally the one thing that i liked about it uh, the one thing i liked was i thought the makeup looked fine that was it like and not just like the makeup when he's morbius mm-hmm. i think that kind of like i i I think he looked like he does in the comic, which was good enough. But I, I thought the the when he's sick makeup looked really good. I thought they did a really good job of making him look like fuck, like he was dying. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, fucking um. Next thing that happens, Tyree shows up, and they mention Venom. The only thing that ties it to the Venom verse, really. Really, he mentioned Venom. I, I missed that because the only th- the only part I remember. He mentions what happened in Oakland, the 18 bodies in Oakland. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, he told the guy on the ship that he was Venom. 
don't know if you remember that because that was like wait no that's uh, it's not on the ship it's later in when in the uh, the printing press oh yeah that's right yeah well when he when goes... again he attacks people who are just trying to get by counterfeiting money bro but... money isn't real yeah no that's why i'm invested all in to uh, D- dogecoin and milf hunter coin so um <laughs> uh fort knox is empty um but but they were trying to scam in the market remember he's he tells the girl he's like here's a hundred she marks it she's like hey take this bullshit and he's like here's another one for you just take it it's like come on you think they were just trying to get by i think they were just trying to get by dude low level criminals like that the thing the my favorite thing about the new batman movie is that he doesn't beat up any poor people those guys weren't poor those people were rich they weren't rich dude they were rich from their crimes their crimes well, that's another thing is like okay. no 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 kids are going around passing counterfeit bills and then going back to the place where they print the bills they have to go back sometime don't they no because no <laughs> that the person who's passing off the bills is not going to be the the people who are directly connected to the people creating the product okay so you think there's going to be a that is, there's middlemen mm-hmm. disseminating that there th- that's another that was another dumb thing where it's like i've seen enough like actual like crime and counterfeit movies and tv shows i mean fucking um like uh the good girls that um that sitcom or whatever did a, did, did a pretty good job of kind of showing you like this is the scale that counterfeiting happens on and to see that i'm like no no if you're making a if you're if you're if you're counterfeiting stuff on and on the the point where you've got your own fucking press you are not going out and trying to pass those bills yourself you're distancing yourself from that dirty money Mm -hmm. like that is not going to be a thing so like the people who wrote this movie even just have no concept of what crime is and also think that all mercenaries are like evil diabolical bloodthirsty killers and it's like no a few of those guys were just scared and probably were like damn i'm never gonna see my wife and kids again because some monster is gonna kill me and then it did they should have just got a different job you sound like my aunt (laughs) (laughs) they should have started up a youtube channel or plenty ways to make money Oh, dude, there's an, trust me, there's enough psychotic gun nuts on YouTube. We don't need any more. Um, okay. Um, and say the next thing I've got is he's, it just says testing his limits. Gotta hate Jared Love. It, it was doing, he's doing all the experiments on himself and like figuring out like all the different things, like how he moves how uh how often he needs to take the blood god it's just was so fucking i just hate him dude he's so smug yeah that was weird that he was just doing everything in his like office his like echolocation training yeah it's just it it it's just so dumb oh my god um the next thing so when he and then he goes to leave and then they stop him and that's when he he runs Mm mm-hmm he like fucks him up for a second and runs. 
Yeah, because he's like posing as he's still being like his crippled self. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what the context of this is. I just wrote cops are the worst. I think because they just shoot at him when okay. he starts <laughs> when he starts running. They just shoot at him. They don't try to like make like they don't stop and like think like what the fuck's going on like what how's he moving like this their immediate thought is just to shoot yeah they're like let's just which, kill him which it may be the most accurate thing they did in this movie it's yeah. just had the cops just shoot at him yeah, without what, knowing what was going on what were the cops doing um, but then so he gets up on the roof of the building and they get, they kind of touch on this later but going chronologically right now why the fuck did he almost fall off the building because he didn't have his flying powers yet but he doesn't know that. He doesn't but, know he can fly. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why he almost fell off. Yeah, but like that, there's they don't even like that's such a that's such a graphic like moment, and like they made that feel like a big moment in the movie where he's like getting like pulled off the building. Mm-hmm, but and yeah, there's the- like no context to why this is happening to him. I just okay from my perspective I'm like okay I saw like the weird wind current things and I'm like oh yeah there's a yeah. scene in the trailer where he flies in the subway so he has to be able to fly maybe this is where we see it but we don't yeah but again like you're talking about you're talking about now you're still though connecting this movie and when you're watching it to like oh I was thinking about the trailer and they showed this and mm-hmm. it's like and we're and we've already co- like touched on the fact that Michael Keaton's in the trailer and like why the fuck is Michael Keaton in the trailer? What purpose did this serve except to trick us into seeing this movie? I think they realized we have a pile of dog shit again. <laughs> the biggest and best surprise that we have, let's just put it in because obviously there was the scene with Michael Keaton that they put in the trailer, but it's different from what we yeah. saw. Uh, yeah post credit yeah um this movie is so full of shit dude yeah how okay and all right we're we're in new york and timeline wise people were trying to speculate like oh like why wasn't spider-man involved or where were any of the other superheroes that are in new york how is there a vampire rampant and nobody has even gotten a clue or even showed up Uh uh-huh that was just something down like you can't do anything in New York these days without some superhero getting involved. Yeah. So that's something that I'm just kind of like. So the next scene is where he's in jail mm-hmm. and he's about to start going through a bad time because he's going to get. He's going to go through blood withdrawals and then Milo shows up, mm-hmm. which. I don't think they've really done much with his character aside from when he's a little kid like sure they have that walk but i don't like it seems like they've grown apart as they've gotten older yeah because milo had to um still well milo stayed behind while yeah um uh, more michael morbius got to go to new york to do yeah. what he did so and do and and, and and then became like you know is obviously just a workaholic who has no regard for anybody who he's also forcing to be a workaholic with him cue that you know his martine who he ab- essentially abuses and exploits her labor because she's working all these hours because she's trying to save her boss i thought it was because she was in love ex- with him well 
wouldn't you wouldn't you fall in love with the person who you think is brilliant and you want to work with them and you're willing to spend every waking moment working at their beck and call trying to fix something to save them like it's all very very coercive and very shitty it's like it made me think about like how like your boss tries to be your buddy so that they can get away with like asking you to do things that like aren't like uh i don't know like aren't kosher with you like actually having like a life of your own Mm -hmm. which of course she falls in love with him she doesn't get to have a life of her own because she's being exploited by this asshole who doesn't even appreciate her i thought it was just genuine real love no dude it's because she spends every waking moment with this dude this is this is uh what what this is uh um like, fucking what, stockholm syndrome stockholm syndrome yes okay. it's stockholm syndrome it's we fall in love with your fucking captor um but uh so milo shows up and has that a talk with him which is maybe one of the only good scenes in the movie to me okay um so can you explain to me because i was trying to figure out maybe i missed this at what point did because he Milo's about to um expose himself right because he leaves mm-hmm. the cell forgets his cane I don't know if that was intentional that was intentional but at what point did he get the serum because I f- from my what? Uh, no the, oh no no he he just he he uh he must have seen it uh huh he saw it when he went to uh yeah the lab the lab and Morbius told him he couldn't have it because so it's too dangerous yeah so but they never actually show him getting it right no they never show him getting it which i actually think where your issue with our last marvel where with our last real marvel movie is not getting the transformation Mm -hmm. of jane foster Mm -hmm. i think i you know i was fine with what they did in love and thunder with her reveal Mm -hmm. as being thor but i was in relating this to this, you know, fake Marvel movie, um, I was very okay with this being his villain reveal. I think it was actually a pretty good villain reveal, except for the fact that it was just the end of the usual suspects. Yeah. And they just did the usual suspects again. And for me, I wasn't like, okay, like the, he leaves the cane, but I wasn't shocked. And then even when he killed the nurse, I knew that wasn't Michael Morbius just because I knew yeah. the, the, the hand was different. So I was never like, oh, my God, it was Milo. I was just like, oh, yeah, that just seems to make sense. Yeah, I, I put it together when uh, when he was when. Well, I also I got it spoiled for me because I was looking over Chris's shoulder a little bit that I knew Milo was going to be a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, when. um when he left the blood and left his cane or whatever, I was like, oh, he killed the nurse. That was what he did after he transformed because he needed yeah, he needed and feed. And I, I was, you know, thinking like a sicko. I was like, oh, he tricked Morbius into drinking the nurse's blood. Oh, uh, but probably not because he sucked her blood like a sicko. Yeah, he definitely sucked it all. Um, one, the next thing I have written down is everyone in this movie is a villain. <laughs> Yeah, because nobody did any good. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is a villain. Nobody all did. All the way down to, like, Tyrese sucks. Like, fucking, might might suck the least, which the, the, a cop, if a cop sucks the least, then everybody in this movie kind of fucking sucks. Like, Martine sucks. Like, they all suck. 
Yeah, because the cops are so fixated on Morbi Michael Morbius being the killer and, and not even um, entertaining that there could be somebody else until they get the CCTV footage of uh, Milo killing the dudes at the bar, which I still don't understand why those guys are assholes to him at the bar. Like, was that their girlfriend? At the I don't know. They, they were maybe hitting on her, but they weren't leaving with her. So Yeah, so that's why I was like, why? what was the point? Like, I, And I'm not too well-versed in bar culture, right? I don't spend a lot of time in bars. So, like, I don't think that the person who wrote this spent much time in bars either <laughs> yeah so it's just like like he had zero interactions with those guys before they were being dicks and if that girl wasn't one of those guys girlfriends or something like he was literally only dealing with her and the bartender and just buying her like you know drinks and those guys just got all uppity but for some weird reason i i'm still kind of puzzled yeah no it was it was it was stupid this is a stupid movie oh shit i got a got a guy coming in welcome to the podcast what's up mackie Oh, you got something to say, bud? All right, Mackie. Hello. <laughs> He's talking. He's so funny. What's up, buddy? You want mom to come home, don't you? You sniff the microphone? God, what a goober. Um, uh, yeah, dude, just everybody sucked. Everybody sucked in this movie. No, no, no heroes, all villains. Um, fucking, uh, so yeah, so the next scene. They get in this insane fight, which actually the fight seems pretty good. Between Morbius and and Milo, Milo? in the subway and whatnot. Okay. I thought the fight scene was decent. Yeah. I, Milo I, kills all those cops. He's just such a psycho, dude. He's how I would be if I was a vampire. I, I believe that. Yeah, I'd be like. I believe that with your 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 temperament, I feel like you 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 go there. Yeah, because like fuck it, I don't want this God. synthetic shit. I want the real shit. I'm a vampire. Fuck, I've got something written down, and I have no, I can't remember what the fucking thing is. All right, let's try to decipher it. It just says "woman in the jeans." Woman in the jeans. The woman in the jeans. <laughs> oh oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what it is. It's so stupid. This part's so stupid. Okay. When the cops are tailing Martine, mm -hmm. she tries to lose them by running through that bodega. Yeah. And the, this, the real stupid cop, not Tyrese, yeah. walks in the bodega and goes, Where'd the woman in the jeans go? <laughs> and the bodega guy just kind of looks at her like, plays dumb. But what would have been funnier is if he just pointed to, an another person in jeans yeah because it's so common to see somebody wearing jeans Woman in the jeans like that's uncommon yeah fuck i forgot about woman in the jeans that is pretty oh a God. really bad description of somebody that you're tailing in the streets of new york yes and you're a cop um also so she runs she loses them and she gets on a bus mm -hmm. she gets on a bus to lose them yeah who's on the bus Michael Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. How'd he know which bus she was going to get on? It was coincidence, man. This movie is stupid as fuck, dude. <laughs> and how'd she... Okay. This movie is stupid. It's but, so stupid. But she has to walk on the bus and see everybody sitting behind her, and she's not going to notice the one guy in a dark, like, you know, hooded jacket in the middle of the day. <laughs> sitting right behind her, too. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, how the fuck did he know what bus she get on? <laughs> yeah, th those transitions were kind of weird, right? Because they go from on the bus straight to a diner and i'm just like yeah, and, and also i wrote lmao when he said he didn't kill those people 
Death killed homeboys on the boat. He says, I didn't kill those people. Yeah. Well, maybe he just, maybe he didn't remember. Those are the early days of him being a vampire. He knows he killed the people on the boat. Yeah. That's why he radioed in. Because he could have just not said anything. He, he literally could have just taken Martine from, you know, with him. God, he's so stupid, dude. I hate, I hated it. I hated him. Um, and then I wrote, uh, so until, before I knew what he was going to do with the counterfeiting thing, I was like, uh, I was like, <laughs> I wrote, why the fuck is he going after counterfeiters? And then I wrote, also, he's going after counterfeiters on his way to go after counterfeiters. He steals blood from the EMS. Mm-hmm. He's selfish. We, we know he's this. so selfish. He's a piece of shit, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he sucks so much. And then that's when we get to the I am Venom. And I just wrote I am Venom question mark. What the fuck does that mean? he's just being stupid yeah he's just being stupid like just what a piece of just ah and just when he's when he's breaking his hand just every line is just so smug and so fucking just so whack i hate jared leto so much i just was really weird and convenient that oh there's this counterfeiting rig right around the corner that has all the parts you need to build this (laughs) anti-venom Yeah, it's just such a convenient ass movie, dude. And the next thing I've got written right, written down is Milo dancing. No. Oh, and he's like uh, about to. He's like getting ready before he kills their mentor. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Which I said their mentor. I don't even know what song it was. I can't remember. I don't know. It was like something like like just saying like I'm sexy or something over and over again. It's so fucking or like or like I want to have sex. It just kept saying I want to have sex. Well, dude, over and over again. It yeah, just think, felt like just this guy's been crippled his whole life. Probably hasn't. Oh had... yeah, no, no. I mean, I get it, but like, just what an unnecessary scene, though. Well, vampires. And, like, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I watched. I got a YouTube fucking recommendation. It was it was Blade watching Milo dance, mm-hmm. and then after after he's done dancing, the Blade just shoots him in the head. That's awesome. It's a very funny, like eighteen minute or eighteen second YouTube video I saw. Um. Yeah, then he kills the doctor, and the doctor lives, of course, just long enough to say, stop him. Yeah, and how does Morbius just, okay, decides to randomly walk into the, you know, home of, like, his greatest foe, like, no worries? Uh-huh. Shouldn't he have done that earlier to stop Milo? Yeah, you think. But yeah, I, the next thing I wrote is, <laughs> movie is melodramatic at AF. Um... And then, yeah, so fucking, uh, so Milo fucking, like, fucks up Martine. Which I thought was so, like, how, okay. And then Morbius feeds on her. Yeah, okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into the feeding part, how convenient. They basically just switch places, right? He attacks the mentor. And then um, at that point, Morbius is with Martine, and then he yeah. gets the phone call and says, "Oh shit! Like I have to go." And then they just swap places. It's like, how did Milo know where Martine was? Did he use his echolocation or what the fuck? Like yeah, that just—I was just like, "This is so stupid." It's so—it's so stupid, dude. It's so stupid. And then they fight. I, the next thing I've got written down: in fight, so dark, looks like shit. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, but uh, you, you mentioned that he he fed on Martine. Do you think that was necessary? Do you think he could have just let her die? But even though I know she's like, oh, don't let it go to waste, blah blah blah. But 
could he have just left her and, and honestly couldn't he have gone to her faster instead of because he was hearing yeah. hearing them talk before milo actually hurt her you think he probably yeah. would have had like a little more sense of urgency to get back instead of just kind of like lollygagging until she gets you know cut open yeah he he, he sucks <laughs> Not he a good sucks. superhero. Not a good he's superhero. Not a good superhero. He's not a, not a superhero. He's just a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, the end fight was so dark. It looked terrible. It was just like it was like it's like that episode of Game of Thrones. Which one? Chill. The one that's too dark. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the one that was like um, it was like proven that I'm um, in the editing room that uh, it was darker on this on like some streaming services, yeah. so they had to go back and like re-edit it. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I totally forgot about that. I, I thought you meant like dark in terms of like content of what happened. Oh no, no, I mean physically dark. I couldn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about that. I'm actually looking forward to the the next Game of Thrones series coming out soon. I'm gonna give it a chance. You know, I'm not gonna stand for this negative talk on game of thrones one of the greatest i'm the one who actually doesn't mind the last season of game of thrones because people got to understand from the very 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 end i think bran being king is pretty dumb but yeah i think i think maybe they should have just said hey maybe there's just no kings anymore maybe kings are bad that would have maybe been a more uh a more prescient uh point to make but uh but yeah no you know whatever it is what it is they did the best job that they could i think they did the best job they could because because you got to realize the 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 season before they're in communication with uh george r R. martin and they're like hey we're catching up to the books please finish the story help us out throw us a bone it was like three seasons before yeah it it, it was they were they were were running blind yeah it was definitely before the last season and um yeah they just you know and, and at that point if, if you're not getting that communication and you're basically mm-hmm. going to be left to the scrutiny of the audience and the creator is going to be able to sit back and you know deflect all that to you guys yeah. like it's not fair so i i totally understand why they wanted to check out why they just wanted to pack it up and go because they had well, go ahead one of my favorite complaints i heard from people were were like well they should have done a full season i'm like why so people could have been mad for four more weeks yeah it's like, like fuck that. yeah it, it, it it's not right but i still love the series um i you know what's cool is i listen i, I watched the show and then i had this like companion podcast to, to go along with it so mm-hmm. I, I would um watch the episodes and then the uh, guys um they're over at bald move i'm not sure if you've heard of them mm-hmm. they would do um an instant live reaction which would be like only like you know, maybe like 15 20 minutes and then they, they would yeah. come back with the whole breakdown of the episode yeah. and compare it to um you know the events in the book to see how well it lined up to, and talk about the differences and it was seriously so informative on it like I, I i walked away every week not knowing or excuse me i walked away knowing way more than i did before and it was always so cool because it was always so interesting how much um they knew and the one thing i'll never um get over is i fucking wish i would have went to the last um game of thrones convention because th- those guys went there and it was like a big deal and oh really yeah god i should have went it was like in tennessee or some somewhere like that but i i didn't want to go alone but I fucking should have done it now. I'm going to sit here and think about how I should have gone to the Game of Thrones con by myself to meet those guys. The, uh, one of the big complaints that people had about Game of Thrones that I that I I I definitely like I wasn't mad at it, but I, it made more sense to me when I, I watched something that was like breaking it down. Okay, is the the Daenerys turn? 
like so many people were like, no, Daenerys would never have done that. And I was and I watched something that was like, here's all the times when Daenerys could have done this and didn't and tried to do something else only to at this point reach reach the point where she goes, "Okay, they're not going to love me. So they're just going to have to fear me. Yeah, and she definitely like turned into her like, father, basically. Yeah, like it, well, be, well, so many people were like, her her turning into the Mad Queen is so cliche and so bullshit, and it's like, no, because she didn't do it for the same reasons. Yeah, she. If, if you look at her journey from being, she didn't go crazy. Yeah, no, no, she she got she didn't go fe- crazy. She made a decision. Yeah, because from her trying to be sold off by her brother and having to fight mm-hmm. for what she got, and seeing how people from all over the world were pieces of shit and you know we're always so selfish and uh she was always trying to do so much good it was just yeah. never and she did a lot of good yeah she did like i my disappointment in daenerys is that she still kept wanting to go back to westeros really she needed I think the throne she should have stayed in she should have stayed overseas i think she did way more good there yeah, but I think for the legacy of you know her family and what was rightfully hers, I think yeah. the Iron Throne. Well, no, I I can totally get mm-hmm. that, but I think I think um, I think that she she was so much more loved over there than she ever would have been, and that and, but that misled her and made her think that she could just keep going places and like freeing people, and they would mm-hmm. be and they would see her and welcome her. But people in in Westeros were living more or less like they were free like given they were they were beholden to their masters and whatnot but like they weren't in chains like they were over in like marine and whatnot but she also came back in the middle of a huge feud oh yeah so i mean it was just it was just it was a mess it was it was a complete mess also i mean if she if she didn't come over there sure the white walkers would have just rolled right over everybody and everyone would have died over there but uh but what about her and our good friend john snow yeah i was pretty i was pretty bummed out about what that it happened really yeah i spent like three episodes being like god they're gonna fuck they're gonna fuck i was like so into it they're gonna fuck and they're gonna be so bummed out after they fuck I know, brand new the whole time, kind of. He's a piece of shit. I was, uh, I was for it. I didn't think because you got to think the most powerful. I mean, it was, it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious that they fucked, but I knew it was going to cause problems. Yeah, but even, but but it's crazy that their bloodline was like, or their relation was hidden for so long yeah no i I, and i thought that and i called that reveal like uh like i think as soon as they showed that scene with young ned Mm -hmm. going to to his sister i I looked at ash and i went john snow's a targaryen (laughs) yeah she was like what and i was like yeah and then later on was when they show like that they got married and like she they were actually in love and all this shit and like i was i was like yep I was right. Fuck, this sucks. It's like this sucks because he's probably gonna find out at a point moment when it's not gonna be ideal. But damn, she's so fine. I would have been like, all right. 
<laughs> you wouldn't care that you were your what's aunt? Yeah, like, just like yo auntie. Second aunt or some like, shit. Auntie Daenerys, let's wild. let's go upstairs again. Um So not only not only would you be the bad vampire, but you'd also fuck your aunt. You're dude, if she looked like Daenerys and I didn't know it first, <laughs> if I found out after the fact, it, you know, it's a little different. Different times, bro. Amazing. Um Daenerys, baddie. Uh, but okay, wait, wait. I hope House Targaryen is successful so we can act, but I really just want to make it to the Jon Snow spinoff, right? Because, Mm. because obviously they can announce all this stuff, but if House Targaryen is a flop, obviously they're not going to want to keep investing into Game of Thrones because people's, you know, they're going to check the temperature and if it's not where it should be, they might want to keep going with it. So that's why I hope, like, I'm a fan of House Targaryen, you know, I'm, you know, it's not where I would have allied myself with i was there back then but um i just hope that it's it's successful so we can get to the john snow spinoff um not not game of thrones but connected uh did you watch the last season of stranger things are you stranger things guy at all if i'm gonna be honest dude i watched one two three and i i would have been okay walking away at one two wasn't my favorite and three was like whatever and i know four supposed to be amazing but i just haven't like it's just not like in, in my in my life right now stranger things is not what interests me i'm focusing more of my time on um these like uh you know extraordinary attorney woo this uh amazing k-drama that i highly suggest everybody watch it's, it's about this autistic attorney in korea and it's so good i can't i i was even hesitant to watch it because i'm trying to find like the the best love story ever but it was um there's like this handshake that went viral in the show so i couldn't escape it and then come to find out one of my favorite actors um is the male lead in that series so i'm like all right cool let me check this out so i watched the first episode and i was blown away at how good it was and i'm hooked what did you watch it on uh, netflix oh, okay yeah what's I'll- it called the um extraordinary attorney woo is it uh uh subtitles yes okay God, they've got so much good like korean shit on netflix yeah no they they were super smart to invest into that market because like uh you know you saw the success of squid game which is, is crazy that, uh yeah dude, squid game is incredible is that um fuck is that like all of us are dead is that that new zombie show is that a korean show too yes i i, I know what you're talking that about that shit looks fucking awesome mm-hmm. i want to i want to watch that really bad the reason i asked about stranger things is the dude who plays jack in in uh in game of thrones the faceless man he's uh he's in season four of stranger things oh wow oh he's, he's incredible now you're trying to get me hooked because my favorite character in game of thrones is Arya stark dude he's he you you need to watch season four of stranger things okay mostly because we're the same age okay and if you came up on like similar zeitgeist movies that i did in high school and whatnot like i don't want to give it away but if you if you like a thing if you like a specific thing stranger things season four you'll realize at some point that they're doing this specific thing okay and when i realized it the episode where they reveal like they like i was like I was like, wait a second, I think they're doing this. And then, it, but by the end of the episode, they were like, showed me their work and they were like, yes, we're doing this. And it's fucking awesome. I will say, like, I think it could have ended up after the first season. Mm-hmm. I think the second season with uh, Homeboy from fucking uh, um, 
Lord of the Rings, uh, blanking on his name right now. Um, the guy who plays Sam. Um, I, I think, uh, I think he was, I think he was good in it. I did like season three, but season four, absolutely the best one. But dude, dude from, dude from Game of Thrones who plays Jacken is in it and he is awesome. All right. He is, he is fucking awesome. But, you, uh, you've done the best job to sell me on watching season four. I was going to say that's, that's, if if only for his character, it's fucking worth it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're getting to the end of Morbius though. So I the last things I have, the the last thing before I wrote things, I guess no, this is, yeah, no, this is this is all I've got for it because now I'm commenting on the post credit scenes. But I wrote so now his girl uh, is now now his girl's a vampire. Say what? How the fuck is that? <laughs> I guess like she drank his blood while no see that's where I was confused because I'm like did she bite him did he bite her and from my research he turned her by biting her but he'd bitten a bunch of other people and sucked them fucking dry but he like bit his lip to get his blood into her I think yeah that's right well that's and that's the way that vampires like from from other vampire shit that I that I've watched like in true blood that's how you'd make a vampire Mm-hmm. You uh you feast on somebody and then after you feasted on them, you let them drink from you. Yeah. And that turns them into a vampire. Uh so I guess, yeah, that's how it happens. That's how it works. I thought it was weird that but, that's how like that was the last thing that we saw was her eyes open. Yeah. And you're like, This is it. <laughs> okay. Wow. Cause then cause then the next thing is you see Michael Keaton appear. Yes, he gets blipped in. It blipped in, but but also, also. Okay. How's he staying? Doctor Strange made it very clear they have to go back. He did. That's that's where um, Sony themselves had trouble really explaining the actual rule set of the spell it's really wishy-washy so there's no they took a machine gun to the rules of, the... Of, of no way home yeah so there's no like we thought right because my biggest concern was like okay if vulture from the mcu got sucked into the venom verse what's going on with the vulture in the venom verse where's the og one are they going to cross paths at some point are they going to yeah. team up you got tag team vultures like i like, how do they explain or how are they going to explain that? Also, also, how the fuck does he have his suit? Well, the the speculation is that at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, you see that scene where, um, uh, what's his name, is walking in front of the glass mm-hmm. and you see um, Dr. Octopus's, um, you know, arms and yeah. then you, you see a vulture suit. So people are assuming that that could be how he got that suit because his suit in um morbius is different from his suit from uh far from home is it different no it's not far from home um homecoming whichever homecoming yeah yeah yeah, it's different different? it looked the same to me yeah um his his mask is different and yeah there's um it's not the exact thing i was gonna say because that was chitari tech that he used to make his suit yes yes and i was like they as far as i know they did not hit morb's universe not yet it's just, no just fucking stop yeah and i don't get it i thought it was the dumbest thing hey ashton what's up 
No, she showed up at the right time. The end. She showed up at the right time. We're at the very end. You wanna you wanna you wanna tell Jamie what you thought of Morbius? Yeah. Mackie has been mad that you're not home. He started he started bothering me and, and talking to me and Jamie. There he is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was not good. What was the first one? I don't need a doctor. I am a doctor. I am a doctor. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's uh, so good. Yeah. There uh, it is. But and why do they split up both post credit scenes? Because he like I don't know. Why did we get two was... vulture post credit scenes? Yeah, it was it was just so stupid. I hated it. I just I hated it through and through. And I thought the ending just the, the ending it like that made me even more mad. Uh-huh. It it wasn't like I just didn't really feel like we, we got a whole lot of anything because I'm like, okay, I hope there's not a Morbius too, but it seems like <laughs> right. I know. Like, why why would they do it this again? Why would they make a second one? Yeah, it seems like we're going in that direction, and I'm not looking forward to having to do this again. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun at least talking to you about it, but God damn it, I'd, I'd rather not. Yeah, but can we? Okay, so I'm happy we we made it to the Animorphs, but can we move on to yeah. some? Can we go back to the MCU? Yeah, and and there's definitely going to be things that you've seen that I haven't seen, so I'm excited for you to tell me things that I didn't know and me to react to them. Okay, so Comic-Con, they just dropped, I'll say, a small bomb on us because um, this was unplanned, right? Marvel did not plan to go to Mm Comic-Con, but last minute decided that they were going to go. But you got to remember, next month is D23 here in Anaheim, you know, the home of Marvel, you know, owned by Mm -hmm. Disney. So people assume that this is where they're going to make the actual big bomb announcements so before we get there with the speculation at at, at comic-con they laid out the rest of phase five or actually all of phase phase five um for us excuse me because we haven't really gotten there yet um but there was leaked uh a leaked ant-man trailer i'm not sure if you're able to get your hands on that i did see a little bit of that and it sounds like it's gonna be fucking crazy fucking um uh bill murray's in it yeah bill murray there was a, a a still of modok who they think is the same who they, they think it's uh, um uh it's Corey Stoll. Yes, the guy who played Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So um that was and I fucking love him. God, he was such an asshole. He he did a really great job. Dude, he's so sick. Um I hate I hate that it's this show because I can't I can't watch it anymore because of uh fucking Kevin Spacey, but he was fantastic in House of Cards. He played like a real piece of shit politician. He's awesome. Yeah, you know, I tapped out of House of Cards when uh, they kicked out Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't care, and and I hated it because I like Robin Wright, mm-hmm. but like, and I, I hated that that happened to her. Mm-hmm. But like, well, I, I want to say I tapped out before they dropped Kevin Spacey out, and then when it came time for me to like, oh, like I need to catch up on House of Cards. We found out he was a monster. Oh, okay. So you like, weren't caught well, up. I can't catch up now. <laughs> yeah, see. And then, and then I also just didn't see how the show would work without him because he was so bad. The the biggest problem for me, the reason why I stepped away afterwards, is you know he obviously had had to get cut from the show for for what he did outside. Um, but they referenced his character getting you know cut out 
too much. Like I felt like they um, broke that fourth wall too many times. I'm like, this is like this is hard enough to get me to show up. And the fact that you're like kind of like beating this dead horse, I'm like, I don't even, I can't. This is just pointless. Like I, I wish it was something that they would have just kind of uh, got over with, like you know, in, in a better way, and just left it alone and just moved on. Like acknowledge the elephant in the room. Don't make it a character. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can totally see that. But I was like a season behind and I was like, well, I can't catch up now because all I'm going to be thinking about is how, oh, there's a reason why he's so good at being a bad guy. It's because he's a bad guy. Man, he, he even got some real people murdered for for that. Oh, allegedly. Yeah, no. Let me say no, allegedly. It's, it's, it's fucked. Like Kevin Spacey knows where the bodies are buried for a lot of like there's there's like wild like connection to like the royals and shit, too. Yeah, all right. It's not good. They're 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 listening. We set off the alarms. Yeah, dude. I, I listen to people say way worse shit about Prince Andrew. I think we're fine. Okay, <laughs> um, but so the the Ant Man trailer was awesome because I was always in speculation that Kang wasn't mm-hmm. going to be our main villain. Um, and, and assuming from what we've seen so far obviously i'm skipping a little uh, ahead but out in phase six we we have the um avengers yeah. the um uh king king wars or um not king wars well, king dynasty I king dynasty uh yeah. there you go and i was like all right cool this is uh, great news to know that king isn't gonna be one and done in ant-man mm-hmm. like like we thought like it was a possibility so the the fact that that's going to happen i thought was really awesome and the fact that he's going to live on for this entire phase which if i'm be honest i'm not too stoked about um and into the end of phase six it's really cool because i am such a sucker for anything that has to do with time travel so the fact that i'm stoked we're getting straight avengers movies again you knew that was going to happen yeah, but I just, just didn't see how and when they were going to slate them. And I think closing the phase with with Avengers is going to be awesome with back to back Avengers, too. It's in. Well, OK, um, I, I was listening to um, our uh, uh, I, I say good friend, but we don't really know him. Uh, Eric Voss over at New Rockstars. He said not to be surprised if uh, the second Avengers movie gets pushed to early um face seven which mm. could be a possibility but it would think about how wild it would be right two yeah. avengers movies back to back yeah no i mean i will especially if it gets pushed if, if one phase ends with an avengers and another phase begins with an avengers that would be a nice little like closure and then like pandora's box for the next uh phase i don't know i was just excited to see avengers movies being slated again because it's just we've got so many characters going right now that like need to get their like their flowers and their shine that like i was like in in in, in you know a, a giving you a little bit did we need another thor movie when there's all these other characters to explore also but we still you know we got revisits to characters who maybe didn't need to but then also there's other characters that need to get their time in the sun and then it makes me just curious like well when the fuck are they gonna get around to all these motherfuckers getting together again um but so i was i was very pleased to see that um i can't remember if we've talked this uh before did you watch lovecraft country no you suggested it before but i've never watched it dude you need to watch it especially since he's playing kang Mm -hmm. he's he's fucking awesome jonathan majors rules and that uh movie uh 
to five bloods too. the the spike lee movie on netflix he's in that too he's really good in that too okay i'll, I'll have to check that out he rules <clears throat> but um so the first thing with uh phase five right is we start off with ant-man and wasp um quantum mania which is going to be awesome i and think it's going to be great i i've liked both the ant-man movies so yeah i think paul rudd is just so perfect for scott he's Lang. amazing yeah he's amazing and uh i uh just i also I, I i love michael douglas in these movies and i love that he has no idea what's going on mm. whenever they try to interview him about this shit he literally has no idea what's happening in any of the other movies other than the ones that he's in and i think that's fucking hilarious it's cool he, he has a great job as uh, hank pym so yeah he's just he's old as fuck he doesn't need to know what's going on in the other movies it's actually kind of within his character to not know what's going on with the other movies because hank pym sucks yeah he's a little older it's okay um he did well, his he's job just, he's just he's just he's just like a a, a, a cur- like a, a self-obsessed like curmudgeon like there's a reason why like he created ultra <laughs> In the comics because he's a know-it-all motherfucker um but also in in, in the movies he, he he did all the stuff behind the scenes and didn't really get to get his flowers right he gets you know mm-hmm. ant-man's basically getting all the shine for the the hard work that he did um I, i'd be a little bitter oh yeah um no it's he's, he's perfect he's perfect in the role yeah so obviously i'm super stoked on that but then we get and I, was, I was pretty surprised we're gonna get six disney plus series in phase five so five you know uh big titles big movies and then uh six uh, disney plus series which i'm i'm really curious to see the the fallout of all of these because the first one we get is secret invasion so which should be interesting because obviously um we're gonna get to find out who's been a scroll uh because mm-hmm. obviously the, um, we saw in um uh what movie was it i'm tripping not uh, captain marvel it was, um, Cap- it was captain marvel where we found Wait, no it was uh it was uh far from home yeah far from home where we find out that uh you know that there's scrolls among everybody which is uh you know pretty cool um they were introduced in captain marvel mm-hmm. um and then there's the echo uh series which i'm kind of curious about not too stoked on that character um but i'll watch it just to uh have the knowledge um <laughs> and then <laughs> uh and then um loki season two which this is going to be the first right the uh, first season mm-hmm. two of any of the disney plus series which i am very excited for because season one was awesome and i'm curious to see where loki will end up will he make his way um you know back to like the the main timeline will he try to explain to everybody like what's going on or by then will they already know um about king so that one's gonna be curious if anybody else is gonna show up in the loki series get a thor cameo that would that would be awesome i would love that it would it would really make up for the lack of loki and thor 4 Mm -hmm. to have thor show up in the loki series and then there's going to be an Ironheart series, which obviously Ironheart is getting introduced officially in Black Panther coming up here at the end of the year. And I think that's a good way to do it too, because then we can, they can not focus on her origin story mm-hmm. in Black Panther. They can just kind of give her to us. Or if they do a bit of an origin for her, her series gets to just jump straight into the meat. True. Yeah. Just, just right into it. Whichever way they do it. I feel like it's, it's, it's going to work for that character 
for the bet for the better. And then I'm sure you saw like the the toy leak revealing who Black Panther actually is. No, I didn't. Okay, break it to me. Shuri. It's Shuri. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which not a lot of people were were surprised, but just to have that confirmation, everybody's like, all right, cool. Like, we knew it was the biggest chance of her being the next Black Panther. I just wasn't. Mostly, I was worried that it would be Shuri for the the fallout that uh, Letitia Wright would get. Mm -hmm. Because so many people are going to be so. I mean, it's MCU, man. Yeah, but I. I'm banking on the fact that she's such a beloved character to begin with, right? Because that movie, how popular and it was. actress. Like, everybody seems mm-hmm. to like her, too. Like yeah. Like, any other movie she's been in, she's been really awesome. So, like, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll look at her and not want to be mean to her. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're going to... Uh, they're gonna be way more accepting since we're already familiar with um who she is as an actress and then even as that character and then i'm sure the director ryan um coogler uh, excuse me um he's gonna do a great job of writing that into the story well because he's super talented i'm a fan of him um so that's who it is because that toy leak which i i don't understand how those things happen right leaks ha- how these weird leaks always happen like it's not the first time a toy leak um you know got Ruined out there it's like surprise. yeah it's like you would think they would try to cover all these bases i like, mean and honestly it could also be just a uh this could be like sort of part of a ruse to like get every like get the initial reaction out of yeah. the way like people get like kind of comfortable with the idea of shuri being black panther like given like the whole i mean the whole time, even if Chadwick Boseman was still alive, I was hoping we'd see Shuri Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Even if if he was still alive and we got a Black Panther 2 and even a Black Panther 3, I was hoping at some point we'd see Letitia Wright as Black Panther and we'd see him move on to doing something else. Yeah, just kind of uh, being a little more chill like how his dad was, just like a politician. Well, there's also there's that run where he's Daredevil. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I thought something like that would be cool, too. Yeah, but chill. Carly Charlie just got back. Don't try to write him off just yet. I know. But, I mean, <laughs> but when, he was, when he was Daredevil, Charlie Cox was off doing something else. So, or not Charlie Cox, but Matt Murdock was off doing something else. I think that, I think playing around like that, dude, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, um, the, the Batman and Superman animated series when I was a kid, one of my favorite episodes between those, those shows is the episode where Superman puts on the, the cape and cowl and mm-hmm. pretends to be batman for the sake of gotham for like a little while to figure out what what's happened to bruce wayne and uh i think when another superhero like puts on another's costume and like assumes that mantle i think that's awesome yeah no it's definitely a uh, big moments like i'm still um you know a, a fan of when kitty pride with star lord yeah or, you were telling me that last time we talked or even when um uh what the hell is her? I, I can't think of her name right now. It's drawing blank. X twenty three. She becomes uh, Wolverine. Yeah, and that you know that comic book written by Tom Taylor, like one of the like one of, probably like one of the best comic books I've ever read. If I'm being honest, Dude, you know what fucking sucks? What? But Logan not being anything that can get continued. Um. Well, I think they because that little girl was so fucking good. Yeah, she as X twenty three she did a good job but it would be amazing to see her play like that moving forward in like a like as like a grown-up role 
yeah there, there's room for it um, you know obviously uh, i guess with multiverse shit but well not even, she could be in the mainline universe once everything yeah. folds in because you know that, that's I how it's gonna happen love to see her return to that role because she was so good in logan yeah everybody told me that they cried during that movie and i was i thought everybody was pussies until i got to the end and i'm like oh <laughs> shit this is it <laughs> i cried i cried i so um, I will say this. I didn't cry the first time. Okay. I saw it twice in theaters. I didn't cry the first time because I had to pee so bad. I couldn't really. Uh, okay. Like, yeah. So it's like, I yeah, couldn't you really were... take it in. Yeah. So then the second time I watched it, I was like, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I know what happens here. I'm going to go pee right now. So I don't have to pee at the end of the movie. And then at the end of the movie, I was fucking waterworks. Yeah. It, I was I... the goddamn Bellagio fucking fountain. I was literally like, like stupid sobbing, like stuttering sobbing it was so good um real quick is there any way you can turn on a light behind you it's getting a little dark oh shit yeah okay um but yeah i, I would love uh who knows I, I i hope they're um able to bring back some of the cast from those movies from before because like we've expressed how mcavoy fastbender those ha they have to come back Just, absolutely yeah because they're they're still at that perfect age um I argue I, I would love Miles Teller to reprise his role as Reed Richards because as cool as it was to see John Krasinski, that timeline is too far ahead yeah, too from far ahead. where yeah. I think they should introduce a new team like that. Because no, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. And I like Miles Teller. It just sucks that he played him in such a I still never seen that Fantastic Four movie. You, you should watch it. It's not I think it's like like morbius right like you you hear all this bad stuff but it's not as bad as you think i mean i like michael b jordan dude i'm huge i, I was a, uh, a dude a homegirl speaking of speaking of house of Cards, i was just I gonna like the girl who play i like the girl who plays yeah. uh fucking sue storm mm -hmm. but yeah yeah it, it was a cool cast man yeah it was a cool cast i just think whoever wrote it fucked it up okay so i and i don't want to be like uh the guy's uh like defender but there was this um this thing he, he came out and said that he was kicked out of the editing room and mm -hmm. there was like a whole final fight scene and the way that the movie wrapped up wasn't how it was maybe like maybe it's it's suicide squad all over. that's what i'm saying is like i want like <laughs> like that's why i don't want to badmouth him too much because you know if he was put in this position where they're like um you know uh get out like we're gonna try to fix this um even though but then now like how do you cut out the final fight scene and so it, it was supposed to be like way more badass but apparently fox just fucked everything up fox fucked a lot of things up for and that that's why that's why Disney had to fork over a lot of cash. They had to buy out a whole studio to get that shit back. Yeah, dude. Disney didn't want that stuff. So bad. Marvel didn't want that stuff. The movie was so bad. One cool scene in the whole movie. Actually, no, just just the the fucking uh, the Magneto parts. That was the only. Wait, thing. wait, wait, wait. You got to remember, there's a movie after that. I know, and I, I we talked about watching it to do one of these, and I just <laughs> don't really want to. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm I'm very scared. Because I like uh I like a fucking our girl Arya's in it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, she's in it. So is the dude who plays Jonathan in Stranger Things. I just like the character Magic, so that's why I was that's interested. Why you're scared? Yeah, because I'm like, how are they finally gonna bring this character that I really like and then fuck it up, fuck it all yep. up? Okay, but getting back to the Disney Plus series, um, yep. there's a Agatha 
Coven of Chaos, which I've so I you're telling me things I've not heard about now. Okay, and so this is winter 2023, 2024. That's um, sick. Yeah, so we're finally gonna get that show. So we're bringing we're bringing Catherine Hahn back. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And then from there, uh, we'll get the um, final Disney Plus series in Phase Five, which is uh, Daredevil: Born Again which I, I had not heard that yet either. oh you hadn't heard that dude no, we're getting a full 18 episode run 18 episodes 18 episodes what yeah is it gonna be a 45 minute guy i think so yeah dude what the fuck that's dude that when i when i saw that pop up uh, like and it be official yo every every hair in my body just stood up yeah dude, that's a, that's so long yeah but they're gonna tell a great story that's awesome mm-hmm. dude i hope they bring the kid who did bullseye back god that would be amazing okay and I hope um, they bring him back so uh what, what what's her name uh i think it was rosario dawson yeah she was a night nurse uh yeah she was at, at this convention in chicago and she let it slip that uh joe bernthal is coming back as punisher like somebody had asked her a question and, yeah. and she accidentally let it slip. So I wasn't sure if you heard that yet, but I, I heard he was, uh, I heard he had been in meetings recently. Mm-hmm. So it's happening. And, uh, and they've just been talking about, or they've been trying to figure out how, like, or when it's, it's, it's going to be possible to like start it again. Dude. I, I can't wait to see him come back. Yeah. Cause he, he's one of those people that is, was perfectly casted. Mm-hmm. Because so. he owned it too. Like I don't know. I, I watched like interviews with him when he was talking about uh, playing the Punisher, and like he hated it because he didn't hang out with his family at all while they were shooting. Like he literally wouldn't hang out with his kids because in his head he needed to stay in this, the headspace that his kids are dead, mm-hmm. which is crazy, but also cool at the same time to be yeah. that dedicated. Yeah, he was like apparently really de- like. There's a uh, there's that story where like. He walks, uh, he told it on one of the late night shows where he walked into a comic book store. And I guess the guy at the store had like, of course, knew he was playing the Punisher. And he uh, and the guy and he was like, hey, I think, you know, why I'm here. And then the guy just went through and like picked out specific Punisher stories and was like, here, read all these. (laughs) And like picked him out, like made him read these specific comics to like get him ready for what he was going to do. That's awesome. Yeah fantastic okay so that's it i would love if they brought the dude who played uh jigsaw back they could he was awesome in westworld mm-hmm. um but that wraps up the series but i want to double back to the movies so obviously yes. we started off with ant-man but in may 2023 we're getting guardians of the galaxy volume three which Finally. is um it's all gold so obviously we know where, where they're going with that uh-huh. one we're finally yeah. gonna get to see Adam Warlock, so that should be really cool. And then November 2023, getting Blade, which is going to be awesome. Because the Morbius vampire is okay, but Blade's going to be fucking awesome. Who is it who's playing the, the villain in that again, too? I didn't even know they had announced there's, it. There's, there's a rumor of who's playing the I think it might be Homelander um, from The Voice. Let me see. I think it might be him. I would love to see him die. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, he, he's rumored to be playing... Is it Anthony Starr or whatever? Okay. Yeah, he, he's rumored to be playing uh, Dracula. Yes, okay, that's it. 
I was wondering if he was going to be playing Frost or something, but I guess mm. they're going to give us a completely original Blade story, which is or not already been done mm-hmm. Blade story at least. Yeah, so that's going to be sick. And then to that's cap totally off, uh, to to cap off Phase Five, ending with Captain America: New World Order. So that's going to be the new, the new Captain America. I did not know that's how we're ending it. Yeah, that that's how Phase Five is ending, which I think is cool because because you, you got to think right. We started off. Um, you know, post, uh, uh, post end game with Captain Falcon, winter soldier, yeah. haven't really heard much from our, our new Captain America since. So to, to end off this, uh, you know, new phase with his first official movie as yeah. Captain America, I'm Dude, I can't so stoked. Wait. I can't fucking wait. I, uh, I'm just so interested in what they're going to do and what kind of what kind of villain they're going to work with for that movie. And like the Captain America movies have always been some of my favorite ones. So I'm like, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. And I, and I'm not the biggest Captain America fan. I know um, we've talked about this before. The movies just kind of changed your mind, right? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 every time I walked away, like why the fuck was that so good? <laughs> um, so they're th- spy movies or they're, they're Indiana Jones movies. Like, yeah, Winter Soldier, like, seriously, one of the best, you know, like movies, like not even. It's you, one of the best James Bond movies I've ever seen. Yeah, like you, you, you could take it out of um, the MCU and just put it out there and it would still be badass. Mm-hmm. So that's it for uh, Phase 5, which is cool. But then they go out of their way to um, to loosely announce Phase 6 with a lot of gaps in between, which has been fun to kind of watch my favorite outlet speculate on what's going to be in between but obviously for phase six it's um uh november 8th right so so there's uh, two slots for fall which is november 8th which has the official date but there's a fall 2024 so that could be before after uh fantastic four which is the first officially announced thing Mm -hmm. and then we skip to the tail end of phase six and they have avengers king dynasty announced and then the final one which is avengers secret wars which is insane to see those names on avengers movies being announced because you know just being a comic book fan just a fan of these things in general to think that what we've already gotten right from the beginning to end game was amazing way more than i could have ever asked for my entire life but from there to what we're gonna get with up until secret wars i can't believe it yeah, people have been talking about getting Secret Wars for like years, and I can't believe that's actually happening. Me either. I just, I just, I just hope, I hope, I hope everybody's still there. <laughs> like, I hope that we at least still have the Hulk, and we at least still have like some of the core Avengers still intact, being played by the same people. Yeah, it it, it is sad that. Um, no mention of Hulk, right? Because of, of his deal with um, Universal. Yeah. Um, obviously, no no mention of Spider Man, but Sony has that thing in their contract that they have to put out a Spider Man movie every two years to uphold those rights. So yeah, we're going to get a Spider Man somewhere in there. They just haven't officially announced it yet. So yeah, um, I uh, yeah, I think. Um, and I, uh, I listened to your uh, your episode with Dan going through the uh, what was the last series the moon the moon uh, Moon Knight series, mm-hmm. um, 
and you guys were talking about Spider-Man, and I'm I'm pretty sure I heard Tom Holland signed on to do three trilogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, like, I I wouldn't doubt that, but um, yeah, it's just like, I think we're getting three college movies, and then we're going to get three. Like I, I literally think he's locked in to play Spider-Man another like twelve years. And that would be historical because you got to think uh, it would be unreal. Toby, I mean, it's, he's the only character you could do it with. At this point, yeah, because um, everybody else has um, either been around for a, a bit too long, or they're going to be done by the time he's like halfway yes. through that contract. Like, given, like, I mean, well, like Homegirl, who's playing Kamala Khan in Miss Marvel, which we still have not finished. Um, uh, like, she could be playing it for a while because she's so young. Mm-hmm. But are there are is there a demand for that much Kamala Khan story? Okay, to, for All her right. to be. I like going sorry, for that long. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I intentionally didn't mention a movie in Phase Five because there is a spoiler um, that has to do with Kamala Khan. So I don't know if you want me is to. Is it the Marvels or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I know she's in that. Okay, yeah, because do you know the the end of uh, Miss Marvel? Like the not yet. Okay, all right, all right. Then we won't even. Have I to know, go into but it. I know she's. I know she's tied to Captain Marvel, and I know they're doing. Uh, they're gonna do. Um, um, that's going to be their way to bring um, uh, Monica back in mm-hmm. as well, too. I'm pretty sure that's like, if she doesn't show up before, then she's at least going to be showing up for that. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. I um, but yeah, but as far as like you know, characters and what age they're playing, like who can lead a movie. Spider Man's it. Yeah, no, like, he's the only one who can go nine movies. And he's typically, you know, the forefront of a lot of these actual comic book stories. Because there's, there's, yeah, exactly. Because there's so, especially if they're going to move him into, like, if we can get, like, maybe a few movies of him being friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which would be very welcome because he's been on such a large scale for his other, like, aside from Homecoming, the other movies have seemed so big. It would be nice to see him scale back for a few movies and then him move back into being like Spider-Man is, is an Avenger. <laughs> like he can he can lead a team, especially if we get a Spider-Man who's well into his 30s. Yeah, because in, in the later years, that's what they kind of do is uh, him him and Miles. Uh, they kind of be like, hey, Miles, you handle all the street level stuff. I'm going to go deal with all like the big world stuff because he also grows into having his own Parker Industries, which is like a big corporation, a big deal in the Marvel um, you know, comic book world. So he could easily grow into that role over time because, you know, that's a lot of movies and, and, and you got to think um for as many movies as those are you gotta think about everything that comes in between so there's gonna be a lot of growth within the universe so he's gonna you know obviously be able to go into a lot of different directions it's just you know just curious where they decide to take him yeah and they've set him up so so well to enter a new chapter of peter parker too like those first three movies were really like a coming of age for him Mm -hmm. And now he's of an age that he's going to have to face like real world. Like he's going to have to pay rent. Yeah, he's going to call up Uncle Tony. Be like, yo, pay that rent. Nobody remembers who he is. <laughs> That's true. He's going to have, he's going to, we're going to get, he, he's going to, I'm wondering if he's going to be like a, like a social media person. 
He's gonna go. He's Posting gonna do, Spider Man. He, he's on gonna Instagram yeah. He's but he's gonna do his thing. He's gonna go work for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, because he's the only one that can get those exclusives. Holy shit, dude! What if that is the turn? Is he starts working for the Daily Bugle, but it's he's working for the really crazy J. Jonah Jameson, who's Alex Jones. It's a thing. It could happen. That would be insane. That would be such a wild turn. I'm just waiting for the moment that him and MJ reunite. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna lose it. I'm already. Yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we're gonna get no Ned and MJ in the next Spider-Man movie. Ned's trying to become Hobgoblin. That's what everybody says. Because there's no way they're gonna not. Because Ned is cool, but th- there has to be development for him. He can't just always be the best friend, the I guy just, in the chair. I just wonder if they're. I just wonder if they're gonna they're gonna like st- sideline those characters for like at least a movie or two. I don't think they'll sideline them. I think they'll at least have a scene. I think, we're, I think we're gonna get Gwen Stacy. I think we're gonna get Gwen Stacy in the next Spider Man movie. Like, but that means the, this is a perfect time for us to for them to enter a new love interest in. But then they have to think. Okay, Gwen Stacy comes into the picture. Are they going to let this Gwen Stacy just be his love interest or are they going to want her to stick around and evolve into spider or ghost spider? Excuse me. Because mm-hmm. we'll no, you know, say spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's funnier. I like it. I like spider Gwen. Um, but she does come from another timeline. Um, yeah. But who knows? Um, okay. But the but there's a lot of speculation right in, in between those movies that um, I talked about for phase six. Um, obviously there's an expected armor wars disney plus series which is going to be cool um okoye is supposed to get her own disney plus series which is also going to be cool because i um i'm so down for anything related to wakanda because i'm so curious to what's going to happen after it gets flooded by namor in the next movie and then let me let me try to figure out what's going on i i thought the computer was plugged in but now it's saying it's not okay no problem uh Tyler's figuring out his computer situation. We will take a quick pause. What the fuck's going on? Sorry, this is great. This is great podcasting right now. Mm -hmm. That happens. Technical difficulties. What the fuck? Why aren't you charging? Is your power switch on? Can you hear me again? I, I can hear you. Okay, cool. I think I'm back online and it is charging now. Okay. I don't know why that wasn't charging. I guess it wasn't plugged into, for some reason, it wouldn't charge when it was plugged into a different thing. Me and technology, just live going through some, going through things. It happens, but I'm. But yeah, no, I'm excited for the Aquarius series too. I didn't even know about that shit until you dropped it on me last time. Yeah, and then uh, we're, we're supposed to get Young Avengers at some point because obviously they're building Young Avengers on their own. Um, but also, uh, one movie that was on the list, uh, highly speculated, is that uh, Shang Chi, the alleged new leader of the Avengers, his uh, next project, either a full, you know, full-on movie or maybe the spinoff that it ta- that they talked about from the Ten Rings. So um, that's something to 
look forward to because I, I was a huge fan of the the first show and i'm uh, yeah, so curious too. that you know it, it's been so long and we haven't really heard much about what's next for that character yeah i mean i guess they dude if, they, if only they knew just not to even try with eternals oh man can you imagine how much time would have been saved if they just didn't even waste two years making that movie <laughs> well I, I i forgot to text you but um there was talks of um eternals getting greenlit for a sequel Oh, let me look this up real quick. I mean, I'll see it. I'll give it a chance. But if it's bad, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, okay. So, um, okay. So, let me see. Major, or, so, Eternals 2 Marvel Actor Reveals Sequel Announcement. Let's see who this is. Um, okay. Yeah. So, they're saying that Patton Oswalt um, let Eternals news slip. Um, he's uh, so this is a quote right um, he was speaking to Al Roker and uh, he said they have announced there is going to be an eternal sequel Chloe Zhao is going to direct it so hopefully there will be more adventures of Star Fox and Pip because I'm um, obviously with the um, post credit scene for everybody who stuck around and saw that um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot Pat Oswald is yeah, not the most exciting news, but I don't know what they do. What do they do? Like literally from that movie coming out and the effect that it was supposed to have, it seems like in the grand scheme of things, they're kind of like, okay, that was kind of a flop. Like, let's let's just kind of stray away from it. Yeah, let's let's just sweep this under the rug and keep moving. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. But that's basically um, everything that has been announced up until now. And we literally have about a month until D23 where they're allegedly supposed to announce um, who's directing Fantastic Four, the cast, and maybe what's uh, you know next for X-Men. So I heard a couple people from Fantastic Four have already leaked, but I'm not sure. I can't remember who it was. Hmm. Yeah, I... Like I think I think the girl who's playing Sue Storm might have leaked, and I can't remember who it was. And I think it was I think it was like unknowns, which makes me. I'd rather. I'd rather not have people moving into these roles that I have any sort of pre-association with, because then I just get to take them for what they are. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine with it because you got to think a lot of these um, actors and actresses before um, MCU was a major player yeah yeah i mean chris hemsworth made himself playing thor yeah he was not the commodity he is before thor and think about um someone like you know i'm a huge fan of robert downey jr and yeah he was an actor but he he transformed (laughs) yeah 100 percent, just turned his whole ship around and i mean but it was also like one one of the things that i feel like is so cool and it's and it gets like beaten into the ground is how how similar Robert Downey Jr. is to Tony Stark mm-hmm. in the way that like he went, he basically went through a redemption story of his own life at the same time that he played this redemption story of a character. Like Tony Stark rehabbed Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> we had to- 
super fair assessment. I, one of the things that I was always uh, stoked on was that um, he actually went to jail um, in, in the jail um, where I used to live back where I grew up. Really? Yeah. Out That's in India. Wild. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy to think someone super famous like him. The hell is he out there getting drugs and all that weird stuff? Oh, yeah. He was in some wild shit. All right. Well, I'll definitely reach back out when D23 hits. And obviously, there will be like a ton of cool news. But um, obviously, we always like to wrap these things up um, with some music talk. Um, obviously, uh, for anyone who was in the know, Inclination had two dates in California. I, I wish it it was three, but unfortunately, it was only two. Dude, me fucking two, man. I know. I wanted to, I wanted to be there longer. I uh, I mean, even just for the sake that like like the San Jose show was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like playing with Speed was awesome. We definitely should have switched places with Speed at that show. I told you when we were in LA, like I. I wish we had done that because there definitely were like speed sold that show out. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they are just a, a fucking, I don't know, like a, a force of nature to see like that show was, that show was awesome though. I mean, uh, doomsday was sick. Um, I really like that band. Um, I bought a hat. I don't know where it is. I should find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's still in my bag. Um, but uh, yeah, Doomsday was sick. Um, Shadow Man was cool. Um, trying to remember who else. Momentum was fucking wildly tight. And it sucked playing. It sucked. It sucked playing after Momentum and Speed, who were b- both wildly tight while we were on our first show. And we'd been flying that day. And like, it really like any band i'm in like inclination has played like a few shows like out of town and done really well and been like really tight and like nice but but, man when we get to play a couple shows in a row that's like like you saw the better the better show that Mm -hmm. that we did because i was like i fucked up a little bit and in san jose like I, i i came in too early on something like i uh I got off time on another thing. I was tripping all over the stage because the the floor monitors weren't like a uniform height. And I was just feeling like totally off with like all the traveling and shit. It's just just a just a weird, a weird day. It was cool. It was really awesome. It was really fun. We got to hang out with uh, Jaffe from Hands of God and um, swim in his pool with like and hang out with all the speed guys that day. And I uh, I met Cole from Gulch, who I'd never actually met him before. He was really fucking nice. And uh, met, uh, we hung out with that uh, Hoven dude who sings for Click. Okay. Um, Great man. And uh, God, dude, they're so fucking rad. And uh, it was just really awesome. It was like one of those, I, uh, I told, um, I can't remember who it was but it was some somebody from the bay I, I told him that day like and they hung out got to hang out with ace from mad because he lives up there now um but I, it was one of those days where like everybody i talked to i didn't want to leave the conversation uh-huh. it was one of those days where like everybody I, everyone i was hanging out with i wanted to just hang out with them all day like it felt like i had to pull myself away to like you know congregate with other people and like go play or go watch a band like i felt like i could have just like floated from like 
really awesome hangs all day long so like it was uh it was just a really fucking rad day and then we um just it was just a hell fucking uh weekend though because like with all the flying and the driving um like from san jose to la like we the show ended real late so we drove through the night a little like a part of the way we stayed in a place called uh los baños i think i heard of it yeah never heard of it either um but we stayed there for like you know we slept for like six hours and then got up and then drove through the desert in the fucking day in a van with no ac um in xavier xavier like uh he like hooked us up with like he booked the shows did a fucking awesome job kind of handled our travel for the whole weekend made just everything super easy for us but he was like so he was like apologizing to us like all day in LA and be like, I'm so sorry I didn't know the van was gonna be so that miserable. Like like um I don't know, it was just it was really funny. And um but it was it was it was it was it was one of those van rides where I was it was so hot in the van, I woke it woke me up. Like I woke up because I was so hot, but then it was so hot it made me go back to sleep too. <laughs> so it sounds it was miserable. Like, it was impressively hot but um but it was awesome that uh midnight hour was so cool i uh i bought um i bought ashton a jawbreaker record that i still haven't given her which she'll be stoked on um and uh yeah the venue was sick click was sick faith alone was amazing i actually didn't know uh i i gave i was listening to faith alone for like a few days I was very into it, and I didn't even realize that was Alec and Colin and Dennis's new band. Um, yeah, like a super band, all talented yeah, people. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I told him I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, you, I was like, I'm giving you the unbiased like response to your band. I thought it was incredible, and then I found out you guys were in it. I had no idea. Um, so uh, that's that's real real fandom. Um, you know, I, I had to uh, uh, approach Alec at the end of the show. Um, I, I don't know him personally, but I'm a huge fan of uh, his band Nudie Mag. So Dude, I, I, Nudie Mag's so good. Yeah. So I, um, I, I've, trust me, I've hit up Colin Young to try to book them so many times, uh, but it just hasn't worked out. But I went up to Alec, introduced myself, and I asked him, I'm like, yo, are we ever going to get a Nudie Mag set? And he straight up told me, he was like, honestly, dude, probably not, but you can expect new music soon. And I'm like, oh, all right, fine. I was like, if, we're, if we can't get a live set, but there's new music on the way, I'll accept that because I love your band so much. So thank you. Dude, I, I, I love it so much, too. I think it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I um, I remember when Shannon and Alec like were like just dating. Like I that's when I met I met Shannon. Like I want to say I might have met her a, like either right around when they started dating or I might have even met her before they started dating. Mm-hmm. And to watch them, like, it feels weird, like, talking about friends like this, like, in this a, a weird, um, um, uh, I don't know, like, spying kind of way, but, like, to watch them, like, grow up, like, in together, get married, and, like, have a kid. Like, when we were, um, when I was hanging with Alec at LDB, which he actually told me about Faith Alone at LDB, but I, but I forgot the band name. Mm-hmm. So, like, I even had, like, a heads up that this band existed and totally forgot, but, um, man just like it, it people like them make me like kind of hopeful in the world that like there are people like producing more people who aren't gonna like raise those people to be pieces of shit like i i, I always say like like i i can't have a kid but i get so psyched when my friends do because 
there's so many bad people in the world that like at least some good people need to make more um but uh but yeah no um it was just awesome it was awesome getting to hang out with him and dennis is so funny and i i i, I love anytime i get to hang out with him like i my another mistake used to play with freedom like all the time back when freedom was like a little baby band and dennis was still like a youth crew guy so like it's 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 been so awesome to get to see him like grow up and now he lives out in california and just mm-hmm. it's it's funny like because for for a minute i was standing outside at, at that show and i was talking to Brittany from pity sex and mike um cesario and um and shannon and i was like this is such a weird like detroit like michigan california like connection right here because like like people from michigan came here people from california like moved to michigan and moved back and people from like like people from california got people from michigan to move here it's like this i don't know it's just a really like kismet moment like hanging out with like people who i met like all in different parts of the country and now they all live because i met alec in north carolina when he was stationed there mm-hmm. and like fuck the flyer's not on the wall anymore but there used to be another mistake flyer right here that I, um could have pointed to for a reference of the year but i want to say it was like 2011 was when i met alec in uh in north carolina um and he was like moshing for our like killing time cover um but uh but yeah no california is just an awesome day it was awesome getting to, getting to see so many people that i hadn't seen since sound of fury um and uh and all the bands were rad pull your card was awesome I was, I, I think I told you, I said, the only band I want to play with is Field of Flames mm-hmm. and it happened and it was awesome. Yeah. Great but, band. Love that band so yeah. much. I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy with how that show went. And I also like, uh, I, I told, uh, Justin afterwards, I was like, I'm really glad that you guys and pull your card had to switch because I've got a rule that I can't mosh for the band before we play. And since you guys switched. I got to mosh for you because I have no business moshing to pull your car in the first place. Like that, I like that's the pit I should, I would get killed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's just a fucking, just a rad show. I really like click. I think that their EP is awesome and they're a really cool band. It was very, very sweet weekend. And, uh, I'm excited. We're going to ca- uh, Canada this weekend for wild rose. So, what are, are you playing the uh, broken vow day or the take it to heart day playing both oh yeah oh you guys are you're the traveling bands oh sh- yeah. it's you knock loose and zulu right mm-hmm. i forgot about yeah, that um yeah uh we're playing both days um weapon x is playing the second day uh dave is flying with us up there because and then trey will, will be with knock loose so um so yeah we're we're me and peter and caleb and chris are all flying together out of chicago um but uh yeah Yeah. i'm excited i'm excited for that i'm uh i'm bummed i've got a broken rib so we'll see how playing inclination sets go with me having a cracked rib but uh yeah two nights in a row um yeah we'll, we'll 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 see how that goes uh constraint played a you say we we ended up having to push this today because we were going to record this yesterday, but uh, Saturday night constraint played like a cornfield. We played a garage in a cornfield in the middle of nowhere in Indiana with gates and uh, 
Mouth for War, um, which was like kind of like the cool little warm up gig for our tour. Because as soon as I get back from Canada, Constraint goes on the tour and we'll be out your way. I don't know what's going on with that LA show. I don't know if it's happening in LA or if it's getting pushed somewhere else, but hopefully that all gets sorted out. There's so much shit going on in California when we're going out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always stuff going on out here. Yeah. Like um, in October, I booked Combust at Program, and then like two days later is Abrasion at Program, and then I think like a day or two after that is Zulu at Chain. So it's like crazy week of shows. Um, yeah, there's always crazy shit going on out here. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping our California shows are cool. Um, yeah, I just hope the Constraint Tour is cool in general. We're like kind of stressing out because we basically start the tour in Canada, which means that we've got to bring a bunch of merch that I think we're going to get taxed on bringing it into Canada. What? And uh, you don't know anybody like the first date of the actual tour? We, we should have, what we probably should have done is had some merch printed on the West Coast and only printed a little bit to bring at the beginning of the tour. But also, Ryan's the one who handles all the logistics for constraint. I just show up. Mm-hmm. So, but I wanted to bring like my distro and shit. So I might end up having to like pay taxes just to bring distro to Canada to be able to bring it on the tour. Um, but yeah, that's about as much as constraints got going right now it's just that and then hopefully when we get home from tour we'll get to writing for lp because now the gates lp is written they're kind of taking a break from writing which that shit is fucking wild i don't know if you heard the single they put out the other day i haven't had a chance to check it out but i saw a lot of people posting it and i was uh surprised i'm like oh cool people are actually tapped into to gates they're definitely making an impression dude their their lp is something else i'm i'm pretty uh I'm pretty excited to see what kind of reaction they get from it because they're like, it's, I like like metal bands, but it's really, I love a metal band that like presents itself like a hardcore band, Mm -hmm. like with that energy and that like, you know, fun with the darkness. I think it's cool. Um, Not just because they're my best friends and they're all in my band. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so hopefully Constraint can get a little bit more busy with like writing once Gates is done touring. Because I think they leave for another three week tour as soon as we get home for our uh, from our West Coast tour. I think they leave again like after like just like a week or so. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm thinking we're gonna have to do sleepaway stuff without Ryan, and or at least like practice and write and get tight and then try to record like as soon as Ryan gets home. Because I still want to get Sleepway going. We we played with this band Mesmer from uh, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. like a dino- dinosaur junior, like kind of like space rock band. Um, and while I was watching them, I was like, "Fuck, I want to play a Sleepway show so bad." Like, uh, we uh, Constraints got a show at Drug Church in I can't remember when it is. They texted me maybe maybe October. Uh, yeah, and it's gonna be October. No, it's September twenty fourth. Uh, okay, it's September. Um, but uh, we were hoping that could be the next sleepaway gig, but I guess like Matt Weeder's gone, so we couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, pretty that crazy. Would been, that would pretty right. crazy lineup. Yeah, fucking Jesus Peace and Drug Church. That's so. That's, that's gonna be cool. That's gonna bring like out a lot of like different freaks. 
Speaking of freaks, what do you know about this irate fest going on? Oh, dude. <laughs> I don't know how much I should talk about it because I don't want to be like, I don't want to sound like I'm being mean. Okay. Because I don't, because I don't, I'm not a mean guy, but uh, it might be similar to a, uh, a fire fest. Holy shit. Okay. And I know there's some people that you have to know that are scheduled to play that. Are you like sending out warning signs? Like, hey. I mean, I think as as long as you're not as not as long as you're not being extorted to play a show, I'm bummed. We're if we're on tour, and I wish we could go. Mm-hmm. Even if just to see what happens. Yeah, because it, it, it's so crazy. Because I didn't even know this was a thing until I saw a Jim Barron, uh, our, our friend Jim Barron, post about it, and then I He's saw. Been- yeah he's, he's go- been mean about this he's going on about it and then i i, I see colin feeney posting about it and i'm like oh yeah, like what's been, they've been pretty mean about it but it is it is what it is it, the, it's not uh i'll say it's not ideal yeah and i was looking at the lineup and i'm like how is it that i don't i know like maybe five percent of this entire lineup same i'm like where do all these bands come from are these even real bands i don't even know this is crazy I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to be an asshole, but I, 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 I just can't. I can't. I, I, I feel like. Uh, I feel like um, the the no way home. I feel like no way home happened in our and we're having a unit like a, a conversion. Yeah. Oh, incursion, incursion, incursion. Yeah, we're having an incursion right now, okay. and this is this is a different dimension. Okay, all right. Let's switch to something that I know that you can talk about. Um, you, you mentioned Sleepaway. I was, um, you know, really stoked on the Sleepaway track that was on the LDB comp that came out. Um, how has the reception been for that? Because I saw, um, you know, a lot of people reposting it and you know talking about their favorite tracks on it. You know, I don't really know. I haven't really seen the internet too much about it. I know, uh, for for a minute there, it looked like a lot of people were checking out the Gates song. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm uh, I'm hoping when the vinyl actually exists, the the comp might get another another little buzz. Um, but I mean, dude, we've been, I mean, all cards on the table. Like, LDB has been kind of a mess as far as like with me playing as much as I've been playing and working as much as I've been working. And Ashton's got this new uh new job working on movies actually um so it's got her working all kinds of crazy hours it's one of the reasons why like the tiktok's gone kind of dead and um like our newsletters kind of died off we just don't have the time to like try to uh promote the label like we were so it's kind of running back into the the mode of like well i just when i got something i'll let you know and uh and but i mean i've just been so disconnected from the internet lately that i uh I really don't know what the reaction has been. I've, I've, if you've seen things, then I guess that's cool. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm really proud of the comp. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that people will like check out all those bands on it for like what they've got going on, like Sidestep, um, Naraya, who sang in that prime band that is defunct now, but it's on the comp too. Uh, so good. that song was so good. Trying, what the prime song? Yeah, it's really good. I I I, I bug him every time i see him to do another hardcore band because i like him fronting a hardcore band um which i think they might be in some sort of process of doing something new 
Um, but of course, it's always the same people in every band in Louisville. So like when one person's gone, no bands can play. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I uh, Louisville's still great. We um, Constraint played a show at home with uh, Xside the other day, and it was just so fun. It was at like a VFW hall. It felt like a show in like 2006. <laughs> like it was just, it was cool. Old school vibes. It was awesome. Um, there's a bunch of young kids coming out to shows right now that are like just really excited about it. So it's, uh, uh, I wish more shows happened, but I know uh, Show Me the Body played the other day, but like I was being a baby about my rib and I also knew like I couldn't mosh if I went to the show because I was in pain. So and gates played and apparently had like people were like fighting the whole time so i would have just felt like i would i would have just been sad at the show and been a bummer to everybody so i didn't go um it was also the only day i'd had to do nothing since before we went to california so i was and i and i in in order to have that day to do nothing i had to work 18 hours the day before so i was like i just want to fucking chill out and eat eat dinner by myself tonight um but but yeah no um and i and i say this and i remember i was i was texting anthony from raw life uh when i was listening to your episode with him because i was like dude i was like man i fucking skipped a show around that time too and i just felt it it was you guys were making me feel like such a bitch (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm. I think I'm getting to the point now where I am like really starting to feel old. <laughs> but like, not like old, like I don't belong. But like old, like fuck, like I'm tired and like I don't know if I can like go to the show and not eat dinner and like feel okay enough to go to work the next day, <laughs> even if I don't do anything at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shake being a little bitch, and and be be supportive of of the scene. And and but the other day, I just was not feeling it. And I'm glad I didn't go because I heard it was awesome, and I would have just been sad the whole time. But uh, show me the body. We I'd never heard it before. We listened to it on the way to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Dan does not sound like I thought it would. I've uh, seen him twice. I, I saw them once with Code Orange, and then I saw them, but they played the Turnstile. Um, and, um, yeah, no, it's, it, it's cool what they're doing. It, it's not my thing, but I, I, I'm so that they're able to I, get out I there. I feel the same way, but it's way more listenable than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like something way far afield from anything I'm into. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like an indie band. Okay. Like, like I hear that and I'm like, I, I, like, I, like I was never into fiddler either. But like I can see like where like that they kind of fill that space mm-hmm. that like Fiddler used to fill. And uh and like it's like not my thing, but it's like also at the same time it's like this isn't like bad. Yeah, no, like I, I could yeah, like <clears throat> I've I've been to a Fiddler show and like seeing the fandom go crazy and me just kind of being like observing and like, okay, like I get it, but it's just like not for me, you know. You're too old dude i was having a conversation at the coffee shop the other day with um 
my buddy, uh, Mary, I shouldn't say his name, uh, one of my friends. And then, uh, one of the girls that works there, who's like, I guess now one of our friends, um, uh, and they were discussing their age and I didn't say how old I was. And they were just going on about how old they were and how old they felt. And uh-huh. when the actual number came up, I was like, geez, like one was 30, the other was 26. And I was just like, damn, I'm older than both of you. Uh, so, and like, and I, I could tell they're waiting for me to say my number, but I was just kind of like just dancing around and letting them talk. Cause I didn't want to sound like a fucking dinosaur. It was, it was really <laughs> strange. I was like, damn, like I, I've never been embarrassed to say my age. I say my age on here all the time. Um, but, yeah so it was just a weird moment i was like damn i guess i am old yeah no and i'm gonna feel it for sure on tour because i'm gonna be the old guy who can't mosh on tour because i don't want to fuck my rib up anymore but uh uh but yeah um but yeah as far as um let's say ldb we're pretty much in the same situation we've been in just waiting on fucking waiting on vinyl waiting on vinyl still waiting on the strangley records still waiting on the ldb comp records mm-hmm. uh, um I'm uh, I'm picking up uh, two witnesses test presses and uh, BGFM test presses next week, so that record will at least be at that point. But I mean, I picked up other test presses four months ago, and I still don't have records. So maybe we'll have two witnesses records by the end of the year. When will we get a two witnesses show? What are they doing? I don't know. They were oh well, no, they are playing. They're playing uh, with Slow Bleed here. Really? Fly out, my guy. <laughs> fly out <laughs> i i have a uh, some uh korean activities to attend to so i gotta um figure out that stuff what do you mean about korean activities k-pop shit yeah i'm going to a k-pop convention this weekend where at the sable center la is that in in anaheim where you are no no th- this is i'm um, in la proper this is like downtown oh, okay. la oh okay yeah so that should be really fun. I spent a lot of money to be um, there, so I, I'm very much looking forward to it. I get to see a lot of groups that I never thought I would see, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. And I get to, uh, you know, get to uh, experience it for the first time. Because this thing's been going on for a decade, and this is my first time attending, so I'm, I'm pretty curious to see how it's going to be. Are you going with anybody? Or are you going by yourself, dude? I don't know anybody that's as dedicated to the K-pop as I am. So I'm, I'm... I, I, I asked that. I think knowing the answer. Yeah, um, I'm going solo. So um, if anybody listening is for some weird reason going that I don't know you or whatever, come say hi because I'm desperately, desperately looking for friends in the K-pop community. I feel like people. I feel like people at that in that kind of situation are probably nice enough to talk to strangers yeah it's a little weird man really yeah i i get judged it's not it's not like hardcore at all no no definitely not yeah it's it's a little different not as welcoming that's weird it's all good i feel like that music presents itself as being so positive and happy yeah but the fandoms the fandoms get really weird man because de- 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 depending on who you're with like they'll ask you like you know who you're here for like uh, you know you-, you could be an army you could be a blink uh, a once uh whatever and not all the fandoms get along it's strange k-pop drama k-pop beef it's it's there man so. are there k-pop dis- diss tracks yeah um you know th- there's been some rappers who who diss some some k idols some you know saying some very unflattering things um yeah it, it, they're not exempt there's drama okay 
but I will be there at KCON. Catch me um, in the prestige section for Stacy. Um, uh, you know, for Kepler, for Itzy, um, for Stray Kids. You know, I'll 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 be down there. I'll I'll be the literally the only person wearing hardcore merch there. Um, I haven't decided what I'm wearing yet, but I'll pick out something from back here. I don't know. You're making me feel like a fucking boomer right now, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's a weird world, man. I, I'm in there trying to figure this whole thing out by myself, and it's it, it's fun. Kind of sad that I don't have any friends who are into it, so I, it'd be way better if I had like a cool little crew to go with. But I mean, dude, that's me going to fucking country shows. Like, luckily, I go to that shit with my dad typically, so I at least got him to hang out with. But like, when uh, when me and Ashton went and saw uh, Steve Earle over the summer like other than me and her there was maybe two or three people as young as us or younger than us uh-huh. and they were like they were punks at least like one of them had like a spike vest on but like when i go to shows like that i'm like oh my god i'm with like actual boomers and like just like drunk moms <laughs> drunk moms um oh uh, I, I totally forgot to ask but uh, speaking of country uh, any movement on the podcast we've got a few episodes recorded we're trying to like have a few under our belt just because with with me and brian's like busy schedules because he's like he works for teach for america and shit so uh he's got like and he's got a child and a wife and mm. like shit like that so um he's uh we've had to like reschedule shit like on the on the last minute like i did to you yesterday um several times but we've got like a few episodes under our belt and we want to have like something core before we start releasing because i think we're going to do it every two weeks um so that'll give us like some time to like either fall behind or get ahead um as far as it goes so i'm thinking i think maybe like when i get home from tour the first episode will probably air once it, once we get like a fourth episode recorded, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's 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 going okay. I think we're like we're shooting uh we're shooting for episodes. I know fucking we talk for like three fucking hours every time we talk, but uh, me and him are trying to keep it under two. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and uh, the last one we did, we like organically wrapped up at like exactly an hour forty five, and we were like okay. All right, this is like the sweet spot. This is where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, but no, it's cool. Like we, uh, I, um, he's got a really awesome perspective on shit. And like, it's it's one of those fun. I mean, this is one of my favorite things about doing this podcast, like with you all the time, is like finding more out about you. So like, while we do, like in these few episodes that we've recorded already, I've already like learned so much about Brian too. And like, it's uh. I don't know. It's just fun. This shit's fun. Yeah, it's just having cool conversations with your friends. So, yeah. so I'm I'm happy that you stuck with it and you're actually doing it. So I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, well, I was gonna say seeing, but hearing it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, that's one of the things I like listening to. Like, like there are some episodes of yours that like I skip because I'm like, fuck, I don't even know that band, mm-hmm. or like, you know, I don't know that person or anything. But like listening to you and Spencer's episode the other day, and um like anytime i listen to an episode of your podcast where you're talking to somebody i know i like if i'm just like when i'm at work and i'm listening to that shit it like makes me feel like i'm just like hanging out with a couple of my friends just like the person listening to them talk about something that maybe i don't know anything about like when i listen to you talk to somebody about disney world and i'm like 
Well, I don't really know anything about Disneyland and Disney World, but it's it's it, I'm I'm glad they're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> like in in video games, like I don't ever get to play video games, but like listening to you and Dave talk about video games, I was like, yeah, this sounds like a normal kind. This sounds like a normal night of hanging out with Dave. That's awesome. I I love Dave. I can't wait to talk to him again. Dude, he's 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 the best. I'm excited to hang out with him this weekend. I'm excited to watch him play his second show ever <laughs> in Canada. That's why I, crazy uh, history for Weapon X, right? For a show God, LDB. Fuck him, dude. <laughs> I told him. I told him it's going to be so hard for me to not talk shit about him the entire inclination set that night. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm. I might like in between every every stopping point i might be like so more about how much i hate dave <laughs> um oh uh night one if, if you can um my friends playing a band called false body from out there um, False body super awesome uh more on the metal side uh awesome band. i can't mosh so i plan on watching every day okay and then second night um, a lot of people just uh um you know know about serration right they, they just um you know put out that announcement with days they're, they're doing stuff with them which oh, is really shit, cool i haven't heard that yeah so um awesome band so i like i like i always say i can't talk about uh canada hardcore and not um mention serration mention prowl um friends and endgame so the trench there's always like cool stuff going on up there Prowl was awesome great i'm glad they're coming back yeah same here i'm I'm happy for them they played louisville a couple times they were fucking always awesome yeah yeah no they they talked about their experience playing ldb when i had them on the podcast recently and it was was, was cool to hear and i'm happy that you know if they didn't play that set i wouldn't even know about them now and i wouldn't be talking about them all the time dude them uh i was uh i was i i i fucked my knee up after they played the entire prowl set i was just like i was skating the thing that i tore my acl on later during uh i want to say it was during fuming mouth i tore my acl but during prowl i was like skating the same thing and just killing it mm-hmm. just, just crushing it i was having such a good session while they were playing it all it was really great background of skateboarding music crazy um but, but yeah but yeah that's about uh, all i got i mean i guess i'm on the fucking bench till my rib feels better but uh still very excited to see a bunch of bands that i uh, never get to for sure well i'm happy to hear uh, that you're doing well this has been fun i'll see you uh, next month when you're out yes. here w- with constraint we can link up again um yes i can't wait but before we go <laughs> if there's anything that you haven't uh, covered in this past uh, you know two and a half hour block uh, you know i don't think so i can't believe we talked for two and a half hours i, I did really didn't think we'd talk that long about morbius <laughs> <laughs> it you know this is just how it goes so it's all good yeah all right cgi waterfall man. cgi waterfall uh, jeans lady or <laughs> um where's where's the lady in the jeans um yeah uh, great times uh but thank you everybody for tuning in we, we definitely appreciate your time and we'll definitely be back soon thank you <laughs>